Baby, I just don't get it. <laughs> Do you enjoy being hurt? <laughs> I know you smell the perfume, the, the makeup, makeup and on your shirt. shirt. You don't believe his story. Story. You know that they're all lies. All lies. <laughs> Bad as you are, you stick around. And I just don't know why If, if I, I was, was your man, man baby, baby, you Never worry about what I do I'll be coming home back to you Every, every night, doing you right. right You're, You're the type of woman Fist full of diamonds, hand full of rings Baby, you a star I, I just wanna show you you are. are This could end so terribly Jeez. This could end hey. You ain't ready for the <laughs> I was gonna add in one more Sirens. song But I don't think we got time no, we haven't. This could end terribly. Episode five. Ouch! Man like ouch! Abby, ouch! Abby. Ouch! Wait, wait. I'm gonna say Yo, this song anyway. The third time I've tried the introduction, by the way. No, no, no. I'm we'll gonna say this song anyway. Wow, I got cut off ridiculously. That was mad. What? We bailed you out, bruv. One. I hope. Here comes the two to the three to the four. We can't. Sorry about that. This could end terribly. Episode five. Man like Man like abs. Man like Abiade. Man like Johnny V. Hello. Man like Xavi. How are Hi. you, gentlemen? Cold. This evening. I'm cold. Just so cold. This is my favorite time of every fortnight, getting with the mandem. That's right. Lockdown is over. Mm-hmm. We have been free mm-hmm. on the streets. Freedom mandem. We are free up on the streets. Freedom mandem. What was the first thing you man did when you got out? Free I went to kick ball. Ooh. Not gonna lie, I went to kick ball. That's I know Zav's answer, but. No, kick, no, kick, how's kicking ball when it's cold? Because this, this is kind of cold out here. Best way to kick ball. Really? I love, don't you, you love, you play ball, innit? I love kicking right, ball. Kick why is Johnny, uh, Johnny asking me if I play ball? Come on, bro, you see right. what I do. Kicking ball in the rain. That's why I ask. Yeah, kicking ball in the rain. <laughs> kicking, don't bite. Kicking ball in the rain or kicking ball like. Oh, rain all day. When's the last day? time you play football? Bro, I don't play football. I told him to name five Premier League footballers today. Mm. He said, Sterling. Okay. Rash. Pogba, mm-hmm. silver, but spelt like the commodity. Oh, excellent. <laughs> excellent chat. And then he, he struggled on the fifth, so he just no named himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's a baller, to be fair. He is a Premier League baller. But he's never... I'm a baller. I'm a baller. You've never... I mean, what was your position when you didn't play? Chatting to girls. I thought he was going to say doggy. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what was your position? Chatting to girls. Chatting to girls. Chatting to girls. Well, then man was scoring hatties. I was scoring yatties. <laughs> Getting hatties. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Oh, shit. No, but Wait, hold on. I keep ball. What did you, man, do? We may or may not have left the country. Mm, yeah. Certain yeah. men are local. And certain men are global. We picked the worst possible time in the year to just try and get away because where we went wasn't the most um, friendly temperature-wise. But yeah, we got out. We got out to Scandinavia. Mm, um, so basically, basically my second home, you know what I mean? We got out to Stockholm. Yep, my first you know time I mean? in Stockholm. Younger brother P celebrating a big milestone birthday. He's big 30th. He's 30th, you know what I mean? We Come got out on. there. We did the business. Um, had a bit of fun. Had some drinks. The lockdown measures were a bit annoying. But you know what I mean? It was just about vibes. Well, we, we, we Airbnb some amazingly big apartment. It was vibes. Um, and we just took it easy, man. We took a long weekend. And I, bought- I had fun. Did you have fun, Zavi? Mate, it was wicked. Like right? it, was, it was literally it was just vibes upon vibes. Just vibes. And to be honest bro. with you, even though a lot of things were like like a lot of things are restricted, I'd rather be chilling in Stockholm than chilling in South London. Facts. Right now. So that's my vibe. That's what I'm on. Facts. You get it? Facts. Was facts, good. facts. Johnny, um, did you score or, or or provide any assists in your football match? Uh probably not. Um I'm, I'm, I take the uh 
So for every for every Johnny's a ref. For every Rio Ferdinand, there's a Vidic. <laughs> I'm the Vidic. You That's got the, you got the Vidic haircut though, bro, right now. Do you know what? I, I I just love defending. I love lifting guys. Like 100. percent He's clamping people near. Oh, you just reminded me. We need to talk about something. You mentioned Ferdinand. We're going to talk about Anton in a bit. But um, on the subject of football, we would be absolutely crazy mm. out of our mind as at least two out of three avid, crazy addicts. football nuts I'd say addicts, addicts Ad, addict, to not pay homage and respects to one of the greatest footballers to ever grace Rest in peace, man. this game. R.I.P. Diego Maradona. Um, R.I.P. What a man. This guy changed the game. And it is, it's so important to understand why people like sports enthusiasts like myself and Johnny... And Zav to an extent, but it's not necessarily football. Yeah, yeah. We we rate certain celeb certain athletes as highly as we do because they come into a sport and they determine what the next 20, 30, 40 years in that sport's gonna look like. Different gravy. And Diego Maradona definitely did that. Um obviously a little bit close to home, how he passed, um, which was very, very sad at his age as well, which was also quite close to He's home for me. 60, right? 60, heart attack, you know, similar story. Mm. All that aside, like, let's celebrate the man's life. This guy, hand of God or not, you know, broke our hearts as Brits. But I can, I, I just want to say, I'm, so I grew up with a Venezuelan dad. Yeah? Here we go. And this I, guy picks his sides whenever he sees fit this motherfucker in it. Cultural chameleon, chameleon, bro. Cultural chameleon, baby. <laughs> That's what's up. But I just want to say that 36 years later, swear down, it still rattles the English. I swear. And that is the single greatest contribution that anyone can make to anything. <laughs> Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like, like, okay, Britain may have taken the Falklands from them, <laughs> but this guy's still living rent free. Like, why, <laughs> why would you pay rent for islands when he's inside an entire country's head? Thirty-six years later, like, yeah. God bless, God bless Maradona, good socialist boy. You know, King. Have you heard, have you heard the story about him in the in the Vatican? No, no, but uh, so he went to on. meet he went to meet the Pope. And uh, he said the Pope was talking to him about child poverty or whatever. And he's looking around. He's been to the Sistine Chapel and all of these uh, beautiful ceilings covered in gold, et cetera, et cetera. And he said, you know, well, these kids are starving, amigo. Why don't you sell the fucking roof? <laughs> Bruh, it's a, it's a very good question, Diego. That's what's up. He's a socialist king. Swear down. Shout out he came Mike. from the bottom Shout of the out. bottom. You know when people say they're from the gutter? You know, you know when people say they're from the trenches? You know what mm, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. If you understand where this guy came from and what he was able to do um, in, his short, in his short footballing career, in his short life, it, it, it's remarkable. And I think the thing, the story that resonates with me the most or the part of his story that resonates with me the most is how much he lived life to the fullest. Whether or not you agree with the party lifestyle, whether or not you agree with the drug taking and the salacious behavior, blah, blah, blah. This guy lived life in the way that some would argue it had to be lived. So one of my favorite stories of all time is what, the story of when he met Oasis. Have you heard this one? <laughs> he met Oasis. Obviously, he met Oasis. This motherfucker gets around, bruv. So I think so. They were doing a they were doing a tour. They were doing a um, uh, a gig in Buenos Aires or something. I can't remember exactly where they were, but um, the Gallagher brothers uh, walk into this club and someone comes up to him and says, "Diego wants to meet you," and they're like, "All right, the whole band." And he's like, "No, no, we just want to meet the two brothers." So they're like, <laughs> imagine being the other two. Sorry, boys, we're fucking, we're going to beat Maradona. You can sort yourselves out. <laughs> so apparently they go upstairs now, chatting, da, 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 da. there's obviously packet all over the table, whatnot. And Diego comes up to him and he goes, listen, you can have all the coke that you want, but if you touch the girls, I'll fucking kill you. 
he's a nutter. He's a nutter. But what you say, he come from he come from the gutter. He come from he was very he was poor growing up. He actually suffered um he suffered from racism. His father was Native American, which Ooh. explains the kind of the high cheekbones and yeah. the big lips that he had. Curly hair, etc. Argentina is one of the more racist countries in South America. There's like a there is a a, a meme among Spanish speaking countries that Argentina is blanco because there's basically all the European expats that were fleeing Europe after World War II ended up in Argentina. So they're all super white. They've all got Italian sounding names. Um, so he suffered from racist abuse there. He suffered from racist abuse when he went to go play in Spain as well. It's actually the reason he left Barcelona was because um, there was a Bilbao player who was um, taking the piss out of his Native American father. So he ended up fly kicking man in the chest. One of the best videos on YouTube hey. is a Copa del Rey final where he fucking fly kicks a keeper with his knee in the face Jesus. and starts like an 80 man brawl in front of the King of Spain. That's how he ended up in Napoli. Poor which is a city that deserved him. Name, I've never it? seen as much a marriage between a city and a man as Maradona going to Napoli. It's all part of the legend. Changed football, rattled the English, played some beautiful shit and he was left footed. So that makes him my guy. But was he the greatest yes, of all time? Mm. Just quickly, yes or no? I would say no. Who is the greatest of all time? That's Messi. Zidane. Hey, oh, I'm on the right podcast, ladies Zidane? and gentlemen. We don't Yo. fuck about with our opinions here. Zidane? Yeah, do you Ooh. know what? Zidane's my favorite. Is this a French thing? Is this? Yeah, my Zidane's my favorite. Oh. He's no, no, my no, favorite. No, but but I'm Messi's the best. People who, are witness, Yo. people who are witness, like actually like do their thing, like growing up and stuff. I just, I don't know why. No, he's different. Zidane, Zidane would just like, I just have fun memories of just- He's salsa. Zidane I, he's another one um, who I kind of mean- Sorry, he's another one who I kind of refer to when I say there are certain people who just change the course of how the game should be played. Amen. And the people who play the game at a different pace. Me personally, Zidane came in the same era as Rivaldo. Rivaldo is like my favorite great, is my favorite player of all time. Um, you're not, after, allowed, you're, after, not, you're uh, not allowed down green lanes, bruv. Oh yeah, after R9, <laughs> like, like, hey, hey, uh, Rivaldo. So after Ronaldo number nine, R9, it's Rivaldo. The original um, Ronaldo. The original oh, Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the so, oh, yeah, so for yeah, me, yeah. like com two completely different players. So Rivaldo for me was always greater than Zidane. But but, but that's not even the argument. That's not says even like, the, we can do a football the, debate another says day. Says the guy who likes R. Kelly over MJ, bruv. This, I caught heat for <laughs> that, bruv. guy, innit? Bruv, bruv. I caught heat for that. Opinions are subjective, but yours are wrong. Bruv. I, I a lot just, of the time. I just, I don't feel, I don't feel like people really understood where I was coming from with that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't, I still, I still to this day don't like go to MJ when I'm like, you know, makes sense now. You're a guy that prefers Rivaldo over Zidane, isn't it? Nah, it's just nah, a nah. you need to put some fucking respect it, on Rivaldo. I mean, nah, but he, but he, anyway, he boyed it off. I agree with you. R.I.P. to the God, the Diego. Um, glad to see you, man, have taken to. Wait, hold on, hold on, Rich. How are you? Because oh, we're, we're, Johnny! We're, 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 I didn't know you cared. Nah, it's, it's, it's like, I, I felt bad oh. for two weeks. I felt bad for two weeks listening back to the other oh, episode. And you almost how forgot are, again, but he caught it. 11 hours shit. How are you, Rich? Early on. You know what, man? I am feeling very, very well. <laughs> I'm very well. Um, yeah, man. No, no, no. I'm feeling good. Uh, I have had... It's December now, goddammit. How have we got here already? Crazy, number one. It? But it's December. Um, I don't really want to be that guy who links like fortune and favor to the years. I'm not going to be like, yeah, 2021 is going to be my year. I can't wait till we get over this. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, man, without a doubt, this trip that we just did, we needed. I needed to just switch off. I needed to just constantly laugh for four fucking days yeah, yeah. with the mandem Amen. and just talk about shit. Just talk about shit. That's right. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That's important. It was needed. Um, so everybody who can, 
get the fuck away from your usual routine. Like mm-hmm. it's no, super, super important. Man. Link up and um, chat shit. That's yeah, up. man. I, f- I feel great. You know what I mean? I, I, uh, I took the uh, Nivea Q10 in my hand luggage. Trash. Do you know what I mean? Like I used it out there. It was Mate. it was two degrees. Yeah, yo, but that, that, it was does, two that degrees, did not work Q10, out there, bro. Nah, but the Q10 worked for me. Trash. No, it didn't work out there. It worked for me. Man, I'm a lion fan. No, no, no. It worked for me. Man, I'm a lion. Bro, where you at there? I tried some of that cream, bro. It didn't work. Nah, I'm just digging right now. I'm to my Palmer's tub. Yeah, he's moved on to Palmer's. Wow. That's how you know certain men are doing major broadcast shows, isn't it? For real, for real. But no, no. That's the cheapest, man. That's the most common, fam. No, for real. You can smell a brother with cocoa butter on him when he was fast. You got to get the fragrance-free stuff, bruv. In 2020, man. Nah, man. I like essence, bruv. No, no. I want you to smell my blackness, man. We can't have the cocoa nuts, man. Nah, man. I want you to smell my blackness. When I come to the room, I want you to smell that blackness. You must have been stopped at arrivals trying to get that into Stockholm, bruv. Man. You know what? No, let me through smooth <laughs> no nah, but for real i'm good thank you for asking i hope our listeners are doing well i hope that the lockdown period of a month and a bit wasn't too crazy mm-hmm. big up all of my people in 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 regional parts of the uk who don't have some of the freedoms that the rest right, of the uk currently have Fuck um, Boris. yeah i mean what can i say Fuck Boris. um this is the guy that you voted in to to protect your interests let me know how that's going for you but yeah, you'll be out soon. As we were talking about today, Boris seems to think that the lockdowns for the most part and the regional tier stuff is going to come to an end in February, which leans to us believing that that's going to be as a result of the vaccine rollout being very, very aggressive. Hang in there, everybody. We're hopefully going to be out on these streets doing the things that we love to do in no time. Family. But are you doing a vaccine? Uh, are, you, yeah. are, you, are you doing a vaccine thing? Not, not yet. Yeah, are you doing a vaccine thing? Not, not imminently. No. Like we said, like we said last time. I want to make sure Mandemant chat in Russian before, yeah, yeah, before yeah. we take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Plus, Man. we've got to go Lake District. So your so your views have kind of changed on it. What's Ooh. happened? What's happened since? What was my views last time? You were like, I'm gonna travel around the whole of the UK before I take a vaccine. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about whether I'm taking this vaccine or not. Like, okay. I I want to be probably the last peep, one of the last peeps to um to take the vaccine. To be fair, I quite I would love to know how to speak Russian. So I don't even really see it as a downside. Yeah, um, for those listening, there is absolutely no correlation between taking any of these vaccines and speaking Russian. So <laughs> try your best to ignore Johnny when he gets. No, no, it makes sense. Man. Gets... Basically, like <laughs> if, 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 if the vaccine has you moving mad, didn't it? So use No, but for real, no, but for real, for real. That made me laugh so much last time. If you could, you look, cut it out last time though. Prick. If there was one. Like, did oh, I? No, you didn't. No, you left it in my. No, bed. I left it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You cut, out, um, you cut out Monster Boy. That's what you cut out. There's too much singing in the beginning. Anyway, <laughs> if there was one language that you definitely um, knew inside out or learned inside out as a result of taking the vaccine, which would it be? Um, it would probably be Mandarin or Japanese. Why? Why does everybody draw for that? Mandarin. China century. No, I think it would be Japanese actually. Because I would love to like have a hub there. A what? To be honest with you. A like have a, have a base in oh, Tokyo. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Mm. Um, I'll go for Arabic. Oh, Tell me more. Arabic. I think it's a beautiful language, man. And um, I think it covers so much of the world. Yeah. Kind of already speak French and Spanish. So between French, Spanish and English, that covers a lot of land yeah, mass yeah, of the planet. Yeah, right. Um, Demographically, that makes sense. And then I like sunny places. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So like I'm definitely, like as jokes aside, I'm not going to learn Russian because it's fucking cold there most of the year uh, and around all of those like cis states. But the Arabic speaking world's beautiful. And there's so many different places that you can do. You can go to all of the Maghreb. You can go to significant parts of sub-Saharan Africa. You can yeah. go to all of the Middle East. Yeah. It's hot as shit. Food's yeah. good. 
That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. I tell you what though. Anyone gonna ask me? Speak, speaking, yeah, I'll ask you. I'm gonna ask you one second. But on that, Arab, in terms of place to go to, what the fuck is going on in Dubai, bro? I mean, too much. Like, as in, like, it's just everyone is just going to Dubai. My like, cousin went to Dubai last week Friday. Like Magaluf, it's basically like Magaluf, basically now. My brother went to du- Dubai last week Friday and came back on Monday. What? Dubai. No, 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 no. That's a seven-hour flight, bro. Dubai. That's mad. He chat. went for a weekend. That's mad chat. You can't do that. That's mad no, chat. No, you know, people do that all the time. It's mad. No, seven-hour flight, bro. You can't do that. That's mad chat. He did. Rich, what language did you speak? Urdu. Interesting. Elaborate. I think it'd be hilarious when I just start speaking Urdu and just throwing off a lot of like Indian people in Whitechapel. The bang- know, they, they, won't, they won't know what to fucking do. They just see this darkie just speaking the, Urdu. Like they're the Bangladeshi. It. Blo- what? The Bangladeshi. Who? People speak Urdu. No. It's northeastern India. So India then. Mainly Bangladesh. But anyway. But India. Semantics. I said India. But anyway, if I'm wrong, I mean, it's definitely India. But anyway. We'll find out in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geography was never my strong <laughs> Shit, let me Google real quick. Let me Google real quick. No, no, no. I'm full chest. You backing it? Full chest. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, no, just to... That'd be quite funny. No, but in all seriousness, I probably need to learn French because... Uh, my little boy is like catching up on that shit. He's getting better than you already. Yeah, he's already better than me oh, so, at some point. But this brings up a really, 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 really uh, important topic um, that I wanted to talk to you, man, about. And we're not going to talk about lockdown forever. But one thing that we haven't really touched on is life after all of this. Mm. Now, <clears throat> there's no doubt that the vaccines and all of this stuff, the promises that come with this, are that life is going to be able to go back to normal somewhat. But I personally believe that there are so many repercussions and aftershocks and after effects of this period that we've been in this year that we're potentially going to see some pretty drastic changes in behavior across a few different topics. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to talk about what you man feel about like how we as people um, are going to change um, as a result of COVID-19. Now the first tranche of that is working from home. How do you think the office life or the working from home life for the most point, most part, sorry, is going to change post COVID? So I'm not going to lie. I love working from home. Interesting. I just started. I was in the office every single oh, day. Yeah, but your, your perspective is different. Right. Now. So yeah. I was in the office every day from March until a couple of weeks ago. Just started working home, been at home for the last two weeks. I wake up an hour later. I'm basically That's sitting, so lit, by the sitting way. in my pants. Um, doing fuck all, Box, like boxer briefs, right? Boxer briefs, yeah, and boxes, 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 not briefs. Um, oh, boxer shorts, your boxer shorts, shorts, shorts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Johnny's family, isn't it? Johnny's yeah, family, Johnny's. Family. Um, it's chill. <laughs> like it's like my, like there's no one around. I can do what the fuck I want. Or I go dip off and make a bagel. I go make a bagel. Like if you get bored at work, you just nip out, rub one out. What? Like it's bless. No one like. I'm acting shocked. Like. <laughs> When you're in the office and, you, and, you, and you're at your desk and you rub one out, people kind of look at you funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But when you're working at home, there's no one around. There's no judgment. So, you know, Crazy. quick autumn falls, two twos, bosh, <laughs> mine's clear. In we go. My guy. Come on. <laughs> my guy. My so guy. you enjoy it. For me, I've worked at home since For March. me, it's the masturbation. <laughs> For me, it's the masturbation. But that's like a novelty for you because you haven't been working from home at all. Man like me, man like Zav, who've been working home for nine months, like two, three masters a day is just like standard practice. You've watched you know every I mean? video on Paul Every by now. single one. <laughs> to the point where they like, they found my email and they're that's, like, but, yeah. that's why Zav wants to live in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, it makes sense. Yeah, so they found my email address <laughs> and they were like, 
brother. You sure you don't want to upgrade? You, know what I mean? <laughs> you sure? We noticed some activity aye, man. in the E3 Yo, you know what I'm saying, yeah? You know when it starts telling you things you might like? <laughs> but then but then you've gone on there via incognito. So you're thinking, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I've all closed the laptop now, like, who's there? Who's <laughs> FBI onto you, Kerr. This is going to be actually quick, fast, and I'm going to just get your opinions on all of these things. All right. Like for me, working from home is dead at this point. I'm absolutely losing my fucking mind. And you go court, back into the office if you could. I would that. absolutely go back to the office if given a chance. And that was the plan before like Boris told people to stay at home again. So yes, I would. I'm bored as fuck. And I, I don't like, I don't break up the day. I'm working like way more mm, than yeah. I would in the office where I'd be able to break it up with a tea. I'd be able to break it up with a proper lunch. If I mm. want to take a full lunch, hour and a half lunch because yeah. I fucking felt like it because it had been a long morning. I can here. It's like, where am I going to go? Yeah, I can go for a walk up Bow Road. But two two laps around McDonald's and do you know that. what I mean? Nobody's around. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like you get to enjoy it with people. It's just a routine. So you may as well just like stay in, be productive, get work done. Yeah. But then by the time you've done all that, it's like six o'clock and it's like, oh shit. Oh. I literally didn't leave my house today. Yeah. What do you reckon? No, same, man. To be honest with you, I, I, I found lockdown 2.0 probably trickier. Mm. I think um, fucking lonely, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. Um, Ron yeah. So Ronry. I watched that this weekend. So Ronry. I was going to go more for the Akon. Lonely. lonely. I am so lonely. lonely. <laughs> I have nobody. I have nobody <laughs> to come along. <laughs> Sorry. No, Carry but on. honestly, yeah. I just feel like it's just fucking. Sh- is it not? Let me stop swearing. Uh, my mom told me to stop swearing on a podcast. Big up, um, mommy. Shout out, auntie. So basically, I just think it's effing boring. Effing lonely. I start the I start the day when it's like dark outside, and I finish the day when it's mm. dark outside. Mm. So I feel like that contrast versus lockdown 1.0 is just massively different. Would you reckon the office? Before I move on to the next one, what do you think the office or the sort of corporate world's attitude towards working from the office is going to be? Do you think they're going to just rush everyone back into the office, or do you think more companies no, are going to be like, actually, this shit works. Stay at home. Yeah, and no, I think I think it, I think it's the latter. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I agree. basically. So I go. So just to finish off what I was saying quickly, I I go into the office once a week just to sort of break up my week, have mm-hmm. some sort of human human interaction. Oh, so you don't have to? Wouldn't have to, no. But like me and my trading team, we we go in once a week and uh, we just we just crack on work. It's actually better as well for communication. But yeah, we go in 100%. there for banter, for sushi, and like, <laughs> for work. Two very important things. How do you have a life living and all that? Jamming. But but I I think there's definitely going to be a shift. But what does that mean for? Office buildings. What does that mean for? I think office buildings. The scope for. I was, I was talking about this in terms of the property market. Yeah. I think office buildings are probably going to get into a point of office companies like the Regis's of the world. They might end up in. I wouldn't say as far as administration, but they definitely are struggling in that aspect. But it might be a turn for the worse, and then probably better in a, in a sense that office spaces that are vacant. A lot of them might actually be won by. Um, real estate companies to renovate them and turn them to homes. more homes. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, like, but and, yeah. Th- does that ever really turn into like affordable housing though? Cause it just turns into a bunch Absolutely of not. oligarchs from around the world, basically buying off all the things and still like, yeah, but then, but yeah, yeah the but, then, but then you do have a lot of these, um, I'm hearing more people look towards the, what's it called? Shared, not shared, shared ownership, yeah. shared ownership schemes and stuff. So a lot of these places might even go under that and be absorbed by, um, private or government. I agree. I think companies are going to where it where the bottom line makes sense will incentivize people to work from home. Right? Yeah. It's old like 
My company Net, aim, by the way. Well, <laughs> really? They, like, high well, touch model, traveling to see clients. Well, you also, and all that shit. Like, yeah, you nah, also nah, spent nah. a billion pound on the fucking building just before lockdown, right? So reportedly, bit, bit of a different. You don't reckon a different story? Can I comment? Fair enough, man. Um, but where it makes sense financially, like you'll you'll send people home. It's in effect a small pay rise if people are commuting in from far. Like okay, people are spending more on um, TVs, utility on flat screen smart TVs, um, and and on the and on their utilities, weed, and on weed, and on well, and pack it to be honest, because you can't smoke during during work, but you can gack on. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, um, gack. Uh, but like where companies can keep people at home like why would you have all these people in the office for sure it makes sense like if you're uh, speaking from a banking perspective your middle office and back office can be equally productive working from home yeah. why do you need them if you've got a long lease on the building you can sublet four floors of your building to another company but what about like Susie from back office who's got a nice booty that you like seeing from time to time in the office yeah. we, don't, we don't want to lose these moments I mean I'm a big believer in I'm a big believer in not shitting where you eat no nobody's shitting but Man can look at menus, innit? Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. Like, maybe the access to Bunda will be somewhat reduced. Um, but net-net, you know, you've got more time to spend on Hinge during the day. So... I'm not on that shit. You know I mean? I'm out of the game, innit? Tutu's... Susie might already be taken. Can, true, true. Can, we can, can never... We can you, never assume. You can... Oh, Susie might not be into you. Question. Susie might be gay. All right, then. Public gatherings and... Hey, on, on. On 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 the if we if we do end up working from home permanently, we're gonna have a discontent. This could end terribly, puppy. I'm buying a puppy, and a puppy, it's gonna, and it's gonna puppy. be our mascot. Ooh, what kind yeah. of puppy though? A French bulldog. Ooh, I'm not in. I'm not in. Cocker spaniel. On so, a apparently, spaniel. so apparently, we got a fucking influencer on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. 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 Only influencers by he's, fucking he's named, French he's bulldog. Be, broadcast man. His name's gonna be Samo, and he might be here by like Samo. April, Samo. April 2021. What? I'm very, this is upsetting. This could end terribly. This is very upsetting. <laughs> I don't even know why. What is it if Nigerians are not liking dogs? I don't man. know why what? he's saying, I don't know what, first of all, let's talk about the dog and the decision to buy one. Then we can talk about the racism towards my people. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know, my <laughs> uncle is a vet. <laughs> he loves him some canines. <laughs> Shout oh, out, geez. Dr. Kayla. God damn it. Shout out. Um, Brah, French bulldog, eh? Yeah, yeah, grey one or Mel. I'm not feeling it. Okay. I need a mitt. <laughs> you need a mitt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Next one. Public gatherings. Public gatherings and human interaction. I'm, I'm bundling them both in because I, I personally think, just so you know where my head's at, that the tolerance level that's associated with general proximity between humans, mm -hmm. the tolerance went down. Obviously okay. people were just fighting it. I wouldn't say fighting. I didn't ever see a fight, but the amount of bickering, like the amount of bickers and the amount of confrontations I saw between people yeah, yeah. in a queue at a cost cutter. Do you know what I mean? Like you're All too mad. close to me, buddy. And you're not wearing a mask. That shit just shot through the roof. I saw that so many times. How do we think that's going to change? Do you think people are going to be as willing um, to go to festivals, to go to like, and we're going to talk about like, the high street places like Debenhams, like big shopping yeah. malls, et cetera. Are people going to be- RIP Debenhams, by the way. Yeah, we're going to get onto that. But like, are people- And Topshop. Yeah, mm. are people going to be as brave? Yeah, look, I think when 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 the risk of catching a life-threatening disease is materially removed by the presence of a vaccine, people aren't going to be scrapping in cost cutter for sending too close anymore. Like, if you nick the last magic sponges for 40p from me, I'm going to bang you in the face. But like, I, I will get close enough to catch a virus from you because there's a fucking vaccine for it. I don't really give a shit. So I think like, I think actually we're going to end up something in a situation post Spanish influenza, 
post World War Two, uh, like throughout recent human history, whatever there's been a massive either economic depression or a period of mass infirmity or whatever. Um, society has rebounded in excess. So you mm. saw that after the Wall Street cash in the in the teens, we had the roaring 20s. And then we had World War II end in the 40s, mm. rebuilt through the, the opulent 50s and the 60s. Um, something similar towards kind of the end of the dot-com bubble in the 2000s. And then the teens were, uh, uh, well, up to 2008 really, but there was a decade of roaring success, et cetera, et cetera. I think we're going to go through that. I think the planet is effectively going to turn into a fucking orgy um, because <laughs> everyone's been, sounds lovely. Everyone's been told to keep hands off for the Ooh. last year, and nobody's been fucking paying attention to that shit. People have been getting maybe jiggy, maybe people say jiggy. Hey, come on! But I think I think people are just going to pop off. I like fucking hell. The first time I'm allowed to go back down the lane, I'm getting nicked. For you, hundred percent. I'm kicking off. The first time that there's 60,000 down the lane. For our listeners, the lane is the is White Hart Lane. It's White Hart Lane. First time I'm allowed to, first time I'm allowed to go to, well, Rich. First time I'm allowed to go to a football game, I'm fucking having it, mate. Are you nuts? I'm going down to Bricklayers, which is a proper old boozer outside White Hart Lane, and I'm fucking having it. And I think a lot of people will be the same. I think there's going to be like a mass burst of energy that everyone's been containing for the last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to waste time anymore. What do you reckon? In terms of- You going to wireless? I'm definitely going wireless. Oh, shit. <laughs> Just for old time's sake. No, to be honest, I'm not going wireless. Wireless is like for, for, for young G's now. Yeah, no, but festivals, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm definitely going festivals. Glastonbury and that. Way out west. 100%. Ooh. That's the only festival I'm going to. I shouldn't even said that on the podcast, innit? We don't want too you many people. You just paid it up. Yeah, no, we don't want too many people. Thank you, Abby Ade. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What I'm is Wild West? Ooh, we'll talk about it. Am I one of those offline, guys? Offline, offline. Everybody, else, for everybody else, do your Googles, innit? Do your Googles. We'll tell Johnny off, innit? We, we, told, don't want, yeah, no. we don't want all of the ends ending up where this festival is like you are in fucking wireless and you are in fucking Dubai at the moment. Yeah. If you don't mind, this <laughs> What's that one called? Afronation. Sacred. Afronation's all right, though. I was going to roll to Afronation next year. I was feeling that. I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling that one. Two in Portugal. years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Are you in Portugal? Portimao. Oh, wait. No, I'm getting Afro Nation and Afro Punk mixed up. I went to Afro oh, Punk. Afro Punk's dope. Afro Punk is dope. In Paris. <laughs> in Paris. I, no, I didn't go to the Paris one. I went to the one in London. They opened up um, Printworks. Okay. Uh, wait, in Afro Punk. Yeah, exactly. Two years ago or three years ago, I went to Afro Punk there, but Afro Nation, I didn't go. That beach, I know that beach though. Like where in Afro Nation in is. In Portimao. Yeah, bro. That's like, that's where me and the missus like met. That's when we met. We know that beach. We know that ends proper. We are heartbroken that everybody goes there every year. Because oh, it's please. just like, it's just going to make life Are you one of those haters? Are you one of those ha- I knew it first. No. I was, I was there before no, they meant no, 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 no. I read the book first. I was no. there and I saw that film first. I tried like, the, the book better. Cool. I, like, in fact, and do you know what? It's even worse because I used to listen to Burner Boy before he was famous. And I, now like not only are people listening to Burner Boy, but they're going and listening to him on the beach that I went to, I met my missus. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I deserve this. <laughs> that was a great accent. I deserve this. I don't yeah, know we need to get Richard to do what, what, what accent are we going to get Richard to do today? Oh, um, um, uh, we're going Welsh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't understand why there's... A- <laughs> You don't even let me get it off, though, innit? Like, no, you're, 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 you're going somewhere with it. You don't even let me get it no, off. No, 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 you're going somewhere with it. I don't understand why there's a full lockdown. It's, they're, they're opening the pubs, but they're not letting us have alcohol. That you, You've got to give me something. No, 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 you know, I'll, I'll give Come him on. that. Come on. I'll give him that. My team leader at work as well. If I get this wrong, shit. No, but for real, but for real. You still go festivals. You still go festivals. I still would as well. Like, I don't actually... do festivals, I'm not going to lie. I don't do festivals. Oh, yeah? I like hotels. I like warm... <laughs> I don't do wait. I don't do festivals. I like hotels. Since when is that? Since when is that the Andor? All right. So there's only there's there's a limited amount of time that you can spend during your summer. Yeah. I like beaches and I like retiring from a day at the beach. 
in a king size mattress. I don't do tents. I'm not about this camping thing. I'm not risking rain. No, no, no. no. I don't, I don't, I don't do camping. Right? No, you're thinking about Glastonbury. Yeah, yeah, you're thinking yeah, about yeah, that, mad, that mad stuff. Yeah, no, no. I did a. Uh, to be honest, I, I did used one to do... festival. I did one festival. Which one? Uh, it was best of all. Actually, it was kind of lit. Best of all was yeah, I saw yeah. That's Outcast a good festival. Live. I saw. I, I saw, still haven't seen Outcast. I saw. Live. I saw Noel Rogers live. Oh, where's, where, where's that? that? Where's that? Bro, best of Isle of Wight. You know, I was watching Coming to America last night, and like, come on, was on Sky. I saw that as they doing the the opening credits. They were like. Composed by or music, whatever. What do you call it? Music. The score. Yeah. Film score by Nile Rodgers. That whole on. film is Nile Rodgers. That's why it bangs. Yo, skin in the fucking game. Yeah, Trust yeah. me. Oh, Trust me. Anyway. Oh, um, yeah, I like hotels. I like comfy hotels. I like room service. I'm not about <laughs> tents. I'm Fuck not about it. tents either. I'm not about that life. Sorry. No, no, no. Go. I went to um. I went to Coachella. Four or five sorry, years ooh, ago. Sorry, just certain man are what? Certain man are certain man are local. Others are certain man are what? Global. Just do not Coachella. Global. Just say it one more time. One more time. Certain man are Which local. Which festival was it? Huh? Which festival was it? Just a little Coachella. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh jeez, little light Just a minute. Just a little, little lighting. Small one. Um, and that was like I think it was a pretty well organized festival, but like we stayed at a hotel. Do you know what I mean? Like we went, we were hotel, shuttle bus to the festival, shuttle bus back to the hotel at the end of the night. If you wanted to go to parties, you could, but yeah, if you want to chill at the hotel, you can. So you can actually get the best of both worlds depending on the festivals. Yeah, American you festivals are the same as British ones. Is it lit? Unbelievable. I've not been to a UK festival since Coachella. I went to Coachella five years ago. The only festival I've been since is Way Out West. Yeah. And Way Out West is bang in the middle of a city. I'm yeah, not going to mention. Because, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a city we're not going to mention because we don't want too many people to go there, but like, yeah, yeah. It's walkable from where we usually stay, either hotel 100%. or like Airbnb. It's just fantastic. Walkable. Okay, it's bang in the middle of like a pretty main city in this country. But <laughs> I don't know why. No, 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 energy, no, no, I'm not going to do that. It's Gothenburg, way out west, um, and it's bang in the middle of the city. And wherever okay. we stay, it's yeah, like a, yeah. a max 15, 20 minute walk. Walk, yeah, three to days. Me, to be, but to be fair, for me, twenty minute walk, you lot are killing me, man. <laughs> I got them strides in Uber, it. Uber, 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 Uber everywhere for me, man. <laughs> bro, Taking an Uber. Are you, my, are, you my, are you my kind of guy? 100%. You're, bro, you lazy motherfuckers, man. 100%. Bro. Oh, yeah, it's about a 20 minute walk. And I remember my feet were bunning me that day. When, some, when someone says 20 remember minute Remember my walk, Converse's or, got swollen. When someone says 20 raining, minute walk, remember? All I hear is three minute drive. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I work very hard. You know what bro, I mean? Like, it's mad. Next man. one. Would you reckon there's going to be people's like approach to their own personal health? And are people going to take that more seriously as a result of like no. what's happened this year? I don't think so. I think people are going to revert back to not jogging, uh, to not probably doing much exercise, to just abusing their freedom. Um, I, I noticed a clear drop in maintaining your health from the start of lockdown 1.0 to when we've got some freedom and going back into it. Mm -hmm. There's less people taking care of themselves um, as they were consciously doing so at the beginning of lockdown, including myself. And quickly, when you've got a bit of freedom, you go back to your old ways or you abuse your other way. Mm. You, you, you abuse your old ways mm -mm -mm. and you probably just quickly forget about the things that you were trying to strive towards health-wise. Mm. Yeah. What do you reckon? Um, I think that basically the one thing this year has done is massively boosted everyone's YOLO energy. So if your Facts. YOLO reaction function is, I want to live as long as possible and I want to take care of myself, then you're going to maintain all the good habits that you picked up in lockdown. If your YOLO reaction function is, fuck it, life is short, I'm going to fucking crack on, then people are just going to sesh until they die, right? I don't necessarily think that one's better than the other. Um, like, can I see myself doing my sit up and weights routine every mm. day after I'm allowed to go out and get on the piss? 
Probably not. I yeah. guess what I mean is like more, are people going to be more proactive in ensuring that they don't get sick? Is more my question. Because one of the things, and I'll give you background, one of the things that I think was massively missing from all of the country's approaches to COVID-19 is a lack of some of the more basic, easily accessible means of keeping your immune system strong, keeping yourself like out of potential reach of a hospital through mm. getting sick or whatever. Do you think that as a result of what's going on now, people are going to be like, look, I'm going to have more vitamin D pills. I'm going to have my B12. I'm going to have, yeah. I'm going to make sure that I'm not going out in a fucking mini skirt in like December to, no, to like box park. Uh, no, I think, I think people are going to be, gonna be a bit more smart. I think people are going to bank on that vaccine, baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not scary, bruv. Yeah, it's mad. But there's but also this whole be, thing, the whole, and the reason why I ask is this whole thing think, was, it? yeah, but the whole thing was about like making sure that the burden on the fucking NHS was like, Low as possible. Wait, so hold on, hold on. Where, where are you buying your vitamin B12 pills from, whatever? Where are you getting them from? High Street or Amazon. Okay, so that, that implies a certain level of economic privilege. You, okay. need to have, you need to have sufficient disposable income to be able to go and buy all your supplements and da 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 Come on, I think like, I, I think that no. the same people who no, buy like, like, I reckon the same people who buy like fucking 40 fags a week can probably replace one of them, uh, one of them pack. Sorry, not having that. Not having that because we're about to enter into one of the worst economic recessions in history, we haven't even really started to feel the effects yet. People are going to be losing their jobs en masse. Eating healthily is, as a product of economic privilege, is a lot easier to eat shit for cheap from Iceland. I get that. I get that. 100%. So where are you going to where are you going to afford to be able to buy your vitamins I'm not, I'm from? Not, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the the majority of people. The organic versus cheap food argument. I completely. I'm with you on that 100. But I do think that there are ways that people can ensure that their immune system and their overall general health is more of a priority to ensure that they get sick less and their chances of getting sick are less. And that has nothing to do with, there are some basic things you can do irrespective of your socioeconomic situation. Okay. If people have the time and they're not taking care of kids and they aren't working two jobs, you'd hope that they can fit in a walk in and amongst their uh, daily schedule. But ultimately health is a privilege, right? Health is a privilege. <sighs> tell me more, yeah. tell me more. Let's get into Go this. On, yeah, I like it's this. It's it, it's it. Yeah. So firstly, like, based on the precondition that you aren't born with any existing health issues, okay. which means that you can go out and go for a walk or you live somewhere nice enough that you're not going to get fucking stabbed um, if you go out for a walk after you've done your double shift at work or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Say, for example, that, you are, that you're not already going to a food bank, even though like, we've got millions of people who go to food banks in, these, in this country, even though they've already got jobs. On the, let's, let's, pre let's presume that you aren't you know, one of those people who's working a job and isn't on a handout and that your 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 wage actually covers a decent sustenance and whatever um it's not necessarily the easiest thing for you to to spend whatever little energy you've got from working your job or um, looking for a job or taking care of your kids or whatever to maintain your health you know survival is kind of survival is the priority at the moment we live in very very difficult times the presumption that everyone's got the time and the money to go and buy vitamins for themselves and buy good quality food and go out and join the gym and do exercise implies the level of economic yeah, privilege. Yeah, but don't you think the presumption that people, that all people or that most people don't have that time is also quite dangerous? I think it belies an ignorance to the real economic condition in the majority of the country. I think a lot, a lot more people are significantly worse off than maybe people in London realise. The mean or the median uh, wage in this country is something like 24 grand a year. 
right. which is something like minimum wage in London. Like you couldn't really survive on 24 grand a year in London, right? Listen, right. my mum, it's my, tough. Not, everybody, not everybody lives in London. It's tough. No, but that's, but that's the point. But yeah. even 24 grand a year doesn't necessarily buy you much luxury in it's Wigan about, or in Warrington. I, I don't know. I, I, get, I get where you come from. I completely do. But just to add to that, I just feel like when it comes to protecting your immune system, I don't think your disposable income has great enough impact. Like, I, I'm talking from a place where like, I, I didn't grow up rich in it. I didn't grow up yeah, none comfortable. Of us did. None of us did, right? Hmm. But I always had vitamins in the yard, didn't it? I always had... Cod liver oh, oil. Cod, cod liver oil. I, mean? I hate yeah, like, yeah. the actual cod liver oil. Yeah. The actual teaspoon 100%, thing. 100%. Yeah. Ugly thing, yeah? Yeah. And like yeah, but yeah, exactly. But yeah, it wasn't an, a matter of having a luxury to to buy these things. We had those things, didn't it? So... Linking that to what he was, what um, what Rich was saying in regards to someone replacing their fags, that might be difficult in terms of people would always consciously and subconsciously feed their addiction and not of like course. what's good for them. Of course, but I still think that there is opportunity, and and whoever this on podcast that might be hard up, you know, there are other ways in a sense to take care of your immune. There's vegetables. There's yeah, um, there's a uh, what's it fruits and it's like just simple like vitamins you can get for like under under a, under a fiver and not necessarily having to go the full length and yeah and I and think ball out. I risk broad stroking topics like this by just saying oh people are gonna be a little bit more careful with their health. I don't mean people need to take out a hundred and ten pound a month gym membership. I don't mean that people need to get a personal trainer when they're not at the gym. I don't mean that people need to go to the top end Holland Barrett's whatever expensive shelf and buy twenty five pounds a week's worth of vitamins. I'm just saying are people more likely to look at their health as more of a priority than some of their addictions potentially. Yeah. Some than some of the vices that they may have, whether it's like one less pint a week or one less bottle of wine to drink at home a week. And instead of that, buying more vitamins or buying that fucking, I don't know, that more, uh, that extra jumper that keeps you warmer or, or, or wearing longer fucking, I don't know, trousers when you're going out and, with the girls. I don't know, like that, that's kind of my angle. Yeah, so like let, fucking let's just say that Jeff in Bolton loses his job, right? Yeah. Like he can't provide for his family anymore. Yeah. Or Sheila from Bolton loses her job. Jess fucked off. She has to provide the kid. The fuck she could do? You think she's going to go out and buy cod liver oil? No, she's probably not, man. She's going to go fucking buy a packet of fags and some booze because she's feeling fucking shit. Like, I think we're just, we're kind of distracting from mm. how hard the reality of life is about to get for a lot of people. No, I don't think we are. Back, I don't think we are because I'm the last, but because everyone in this room grew up a certain way. He. So we, we definitely have and can relate and if to... I, I did want to say, like, on the point that you made about your mama providing cod liver oil, I bet she told you she worked damn hard to be able to afford that, to afford that cod liver oil. It didn't come for free. But it I, takes I, a lot of graft. I don't, want us to, I don't want us to jump into the extreme examples. So when I say, for example, that people are, or I ask the question as to whether or not people are going to prioritise yourself, and you immediately go to... Jeff and Sheila and Bolton who have lost their jobs. Clearly, that's an extreme example of don't somebody think it who... Don't is an extreme. <laughs> okay. I think personally, if the first thing that you go to is a an example of a family where people have lost their jobs, then clearly you're missing my point. And my point is the people who have the means of doing it, mm -hmm. are they going to change their ways? Clearly the people who have lost their jobs, who ain't paying their rent mm -hmm. and all that stuff, mm -hmm. aren't going to focus on vitamins. But I'm, I'm talking as a removing some of these more extreme examples. Are yeah. people likely, let's just say us three, for example. Yeah. As a result of what's happened this year, are we more likely to be a little bit more conscious of the things that might make us end up in hospital yeah. or 
with a sni- with the sniffles or with a cold or whatever, are we likely to be more proactive in avoiding that stuff now than we were a year ago? That's yeah. kind of my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah. and I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think all three of us are in relatively yeah, comfortable yeah. economic situations. But, uh, Iris- I think, I think, but I think all three of us probably a bit more like a bit more conscious of these things. Once those vaccines like, vaccines start kicking in on a broad level. I think people's going to be a lot more relaxed and chillaxed about stuff. I agree with you, actually, which is a shame, man, because there's going to be they're fucking unstoppable. <laughs> because I do think like this is this whole thing, this whole exercise in the last, well, not really an exercise, this whole thing has really given us a reminder of what happened. I mean, even little things like the fact that nobody was outside and what it's meant to like greeneries all around the world and like what it's meant to like, you know, animals and all this other stuff has has really, really shown that like humans nine times out of 10 are yeah. are, are a massive, massive problem um, in, the grand, in the grand scheme. <laughs> Venice of is beautiful now. You, you can actually see the river and feel, shit. Like, but do you feel me? Like yeah, it, we really are the fucking problem in the grand scheme of things. So if if we come out of this and we're not changed, then this is a massive, massive opportunity lost. So I personally like, you know, I was never a big vitamins taker, but you you might know me. Like I've always been a, fo- I've always played ball. Like mm. I've always been super active. Like, so for me, like, and I've always had a strong immune system and I know I'm, I know I'm not, I know I'm in the minority. I don't know if I'm in the minority, but it feels like at times like I'm in the minority with mm. how strong my immune system is at sometimes. Yeah. But, but even with my strong immunity, like taking your supplements and doing all these things that you can do, which, you know, it's not crazy. Like I think I bought, a two years worth of, of vitamin D and vitamin. Oh, you're such an uncle, fam. Bro, I just, I just saw a deal. Uh, I just I saw didn't. a deal. You hear but, that? But I saw a deal. It was a good deal. But that's the point. We're talking about like how hard up. We're talking about how hard up it is for people. You've got to find these deals, right? Because Buying it means that- bulk. Yeah, if you can, though, <laughs> if you can, though, no, no, like you, you buy in bulk because you know that it's going to last you long and it's almost recession proof if you buy in bulk and if you buy cheap as early as you can when you yeah, have yeah. the means, right? So, so that's kind of my thing. If we, if people aren't changing their behaviours and doing whatever they can to avoid the hospital and just running around willy-nilly putting whatever fucking down their gob, putting whatever in their nose, not dressing appropriately, not taking the, not, and the food thing, you know, clearly whatever you can afford to eat is, is, is down to your circumstances and I'm very, very sensitive to that. But doing what we can to avoid, I'm interested to see how people shift or if, if there is at all a shift towards how people approach their own um, personal health. From a mental health standpoint, I think there's definitely going to be like a massive snowball effect after yeah. we come out of this lockdown. Yeah. Especially after lockdown 2.0. I feel like there's been a lot more. I feel like even I think maybe the, the restrictions might have been the same. I'm not too sure compared to lockdown one. But I feel like there's... a Maybe it's, it's to do with the winter period mm. and there being less to do. Mm-hmm. Like there's no real reason for people to be going for walks in the parks or mm. picnics in the park mm. and take the piss basically. Mm. Everyone's been indoors and everyone's been on these things that we have in our pockets all the time mm. called a mobile Black phone. Mirror. Mm. So I genuinely feel, and I've seen it, and I genuinely feel that there will be a, a larger issue. I think on episode two, on episode three, you might have meant something about there being a, a bigger, not bigger virus, but a virus that's, that's not really spoken about and it being linked to mental health through yeah. the poison on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I genuinely feel like there's been a lot of insecurities. There's been a lot of time wasting and a lot of confidence being knocked through the use, the over usage of our gadgets during oh, the lockdown yeah. period. So when we come out, and having to communicate and interact with people without having to do it for a long time as well, because you're always behind the phone to do so, it's going to be kind of weird. So basically you're saying you want to bring back payphones? Yeah. 
Trap, trap lines. <laughs> Imagine back in the day, like when you wanted to call someone on the flight, you had to put 20p. You had to pray that one of them fucking red boxes Turn around the corner. You know what I mean? And you had to put 20p you know, in that you, thing you know, to, call, to make a call and you didn't know when that shit was going to end. Did anybody ever figure out how long a 20p call nah, actually was? It was about even. a minute and a half. But, but, I, right? I, but I know the thing on that Decent. call, but I know the thing on like call mama and stuff. Like, you know, like the, the phone cards. <laughs> When my mum used to send me to shop to go and get the phone cards, yeah? Hard. I know how many minutes are on that thing, fam. Yo, phone cards. Zav, here's 10 pounds. Bruv, that's still a thing, you know? But people see it's called no, 100%. Mom. But there's WhatsApp, though. There's WhatsApp call. You can call internationally. What yeah, but it depends It depends where you're calling because if you're trying to call like a landline in like certain African countries, that's better than trying to call a country that has shit Wi-Fi. So, so people see... So, so, yeah, so the cards work, bro. They right, work. That's right, do, you, do you remember those like... Those joke lines you used to be able to call up. It's like in the back of a magazine. It was like, it was either like a prank number line or you could call up and it would like tell you some jokes. Anyway, it was fucking like a pound 50 a minute or some shit. And my old man gave me a tenner to go like top up my phone. And I must have like been on one of those lines for like six minutes because there's some fucking old geezer telling fart jokes. And I was like 12 years old. And it's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. When I tell you, when I tell you. When the bill came. The, well, but the fucking card was done the same evening, innit? Uh, oh boy. It was fuego. <laughs> I got. I once Imagine. got done with one of them hotlines where you could win like a a, a, a stash of like Liverpool figurines ah, for all of your heroes. It's like, I saw you Stan, coming. Yeah, Stan Collymore, Robbie Fowler era, and they got these little figurines, <laughs> and they're like, if you call up and you answer this question. So what I did was I kept on calling the number, hoping that the question that I knew the answer to would come back again. Uh, but it never came no. back. I'd, I'd make like 20, 30 calls and that question no. would not come back around again. I was yeah, ready yeah. to answer the question, but it never came. When the bill came, it was like a hundred pounds. I got lashings to my backside. Beating Lashings. My daddy saw the bill. He was like, who the fuck is calling a 80 numbers in this house? <laughs> I was like. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Beat your kids, yes or no? Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny's trying to get my done out here. I say you better tread carefully, my Just son. Carefully. Um, I, I'll go first. I got licks, man. I got okay, licks. Go. I got licks. And look, man, I turned out wonderfully. <laughs> like, look at me. Yeah, we well, noticed. Yeah, I, t- I got licks. Yeah. To the point where like I didn't feel him anymore, and then my mom was like, <laughs> "Oh!" The, the and then my mom, and then my mom was like, "Listen, listen, 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 listen." I'll get to that. Okay. But like, I got beats yet until I didn't feel him anymore, and then my mom was like, "Oh, so you're fighting me?" Duh, that's the one. That's the one you hear. You know when I'm blocking the when I'm blocking the hit yet. Yeah? Oh, oh, so you're fighting like, back. Yes. <laughs> my mom will call the police, fam. What? <laughs> a joke, fam. What I'm doing is blocking myself and defending myself. <laughs> literally, I'm literally putting my hand above my face. To defend my face, freaking, I knew. You just I'm not gonna lie. I knew. I knew, thingy, man. I knew some uh, some of my peers, some Nigerian kids who, when they got beat by their parents, yeah. their parents made them say thank you. Oh, <laughs> say thank you. You're lucky I didn't beat you more. Say thank you. I was like, Yo, that you is kidding fucked. me. Are you kidding me? They you know what? You, they that's made you mad. say thanks. That's mad. Crazy. I think yeah, that the I, I, it's all about. You just got to look at the Ken that's sitting on, yeah. on, <laughs> on top of the shelf, in it. Yo, <laughs> we got to look at that one time. You start reading the Bible, bro. bro listen, like, Job. Job's a great story with the whole. I'm telling you, that, man. Do, 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 do. Oh, it's mad, 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 auntie. I'm sorry, innit? Sorry, sorry. Did you get? Licks? I think yeah. I got licks. You, I got, your licks, not yeah. Not auntie for my mama though. I got, it, I got, I got a double bad yeah because like, so obviously mumsy's mumsy's like white as fish and chips yeah, but. <laughs> 
but dad was Venezuelan, right? So obviously Latinos beat their kids. Why people don't really do that? They yeah. just like, they're like, call me Jeff and it's blessed. We'll get on, we'll be friends and we'll we swear. We can talk it out. We'll swear at each other. It's fine. Like, <laughs> anyway, so my, like, dad's family is super Venezuelan, obviously beat your kids. Mumsy's like, wouldn't really do that. So like, I had the worst of both worlds because my mum learned to beat her kids from a Venezuelan, uh. right? So she took, she basically took a Venezuelan approach with white people utensils. And obviously different races have got different ways of doing it. Yeah, like Indians. No, 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 no. wheel up. A Venezuelan approach with white white utensils. No, because there's themes in it. That's fucking nuts. There's themes in it. Like, so like ethnic trends, right? So Indians get done with a a slipper. Africans get done with a belt. I never got the slipper, you know? Whatever. My mum beat me with a horse whip. Whoa. That's what's up. That's, that's white people's well, tools, well, isn't well, it? Well, well, got them oh, where did your mum even get a horse from? Did you, She's white. Did you guys have horses? horses? That's, that's Can I be white, honest? That's Can what I white be people honest? do. It's actually really quite refreshing to hear like a, a, yeah, yeah, a, yeah, an yeah. older white woman beating their white kid because like... And that's an OG tool as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you know I, I, I didn't get that. Yeah. Do you know how many times I'm on like the bus or I'm on the tube and I see like a little shitty nine, ten year old like, like giving their parents like lip. Kevin yeah, shit yeah, like. yeah. They're giving their parents lip and I'm just like, ah, if that was me growing up. Ah. <laughs> yo, do you remember, yo, do you remember the ear twist? Public. I got the ear twist. I got um, the belt. Quick, I got it all, yo, bro. quick, quick story on the belt, yeah. So boom, true story. Yeah. Got the true, 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 true story. Yeah, the that's, that's, a, that's a wide no. surface I area as well. The belt. Yo, listen, I deserve, I deserve the, the horse. Mums would only do a special occasion. Yeah. I deserve. So the you know, so funny. Care. True story. Yeah, that's quite funny because it, it's actually re- quite relevant to this po- this podcast last episode. Um, I was about, I think I was about six years old, and um, I asked my cousin, um, who I had two albums in my hand. I had MJ and I had R Kelly. No way. No, no, dead serious. I mean, no, dead serious. No, dead serious. I was six years old, didn't it? Literally. I was like, MJ, I had the two albums. We used to have loads of CDs in the house. I used to like, I grew up with music, innit? Okay. And I was a massive MJ fan. Anyway, so I I said to my cousin, this is way before there was any scandals or anything like that about Mm -hmm. any of them. And then I asked, which one do you prefer? And my cousin said, um, he prefers R. Kelly. And then I said, well, I don't effing care. And then <laughs> my cousin just walked out of the room Mm-mm. and told my sister. My sister then told my mum who was working. My mum came home from work. She just sat down calmly <laughs> and said, right, oh, Zav. That's, that's oh, the and, worst and, and one. I was, no I was, 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 I I hope my cousin hears this as well. Listen, I'm still thinking about that shit. And then my mum just calmly sat down. Mum calmly sat down and was like, right, Zav, go and get your belt. I oh, was thinking so. She made you pick the belt. That's an this, L. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, That's yeah, yeah. an L. So, so basically- Pick your weapon of yeah. choice. Oh, no. Pick your yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick your yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all mad. So basically, I've gone, so I've gone to, I've gone to my, um, we had like an old, huh. second, we, had like, we had like a secondhand wardrobe, innit? Mm-mm. Like an old one, yeah. So I've got, I remember it was like on the side, it was like a glass little box thing. I picked out the soft, you know, the fabric belt. Mm-hmm. My church belt was, I had two in it. One of them was fabric in it. Okay. So I've gone with the fabric one. I brought it back to my mum. Do you know the dealer? St- you know what the dealer is. No, but I, I'm still kind of like bamboozled. Cause I don't know what's going on. Oh, I even forgot. You, about, I even forgot. I said that. I was like four hours ago. You poor you sweet it? child. And then, um, yeah. So then I brought that. Mum was like, no, um, go back and get your your, oh. your, your church church belt. Mum's is on smoke. You tried to so out, you tried to I went to go and get. So I went to go and get the. So I went to go and get the proper belt, and then my mum told me, remove your PJs. 
You got the bare ass beating. The yeah, worst yeah, part about yeah. this is just yeah, how, yeah, the yeah, worst yeah. part about this is just how composed your mother sounds right now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My mom was tired, yeah. man. My mom finished a full day of work, yeah. So I got I gotta do and now now I gotta deal with this little shit so they don't get me in trouble by going to primary school and swearing and thinking it's okay. God time, go and get the bell. But you're not so mad. You know, you know one thing that always stuck with me? My mum, yeah, is like so well spoken, like she's so softly spoken. But whenever she had that belt in her hand or when, whenever she was active, she would star. Rage. <laughs> no, she would star. So that means, rage. yeah. I should have come to the Listen, I used to have like, for example, one word, yeah, you're getting, like, she's got at least three licks out of one word, didn't it? You, 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 is that what happened in your talking, house? Nah, nah, nah. Yo, why am I doing an African accent? Mom's from the Caribbean. When, well, you know what I mean, though? Like, <laughs> yo, when, bruv, I didn't know it was a Caribbean thing as well. Yeah, when yeah, they, yeah. When no, but my mum, but my mum, but my mum, Quite similar in a sense to, I can relate to Johnny here, yeah, because my mum, when she came to the UK, the first church she went to was a Ghanaian church. So my mum had a Ghanaian approach with Caribbean utensils. <laughs> I'll never forget the days where I was getting like whippings and my dad was like spreading them out through each word. Don't you dare you flood rid of my him. house. Every single syllable. Well, he didn't start it. He didn't start it. He didn't get doubles. No, 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 no doubles. Fam, Straight doubles are mad fam. Clarity of mind. You're going to bed and your, your skin's all flared up and that. Yo, <laughs> yo, tough times really never last, did they? Cause I, look, look at us now. Tough, tough people last. Man, look at us now fam. All right. The last one on this topic is about the high street. And this is particularly relevant because of what's been going on with uh, Debenhams in the old Arcadia group. Obviously, we know that the likes of Amazon have kind of taken over the world post lockdown because of their ability to service people the way that they do. Mm -hmm. And this has had massively adverse effects on the high street. Shops have been closing their front and center. But the most recent thing has been uh, Phil Green and his Arcadia group going into administration. Debenhams going into administration. How do you think that this is, what, what do you reckon like the high street is going to look like post COVID and what do you reckon the future is and who's going to take over these, these, these positions on, on Oxford Circus and all these other places? I think you'll probably just see more Zara's to be honest with you. Um, I, obviously you've got Arcad Arcadia's going into administration. Yep. I feel like there's been a definitely a massive shift of culture when it comes to how consumers um, approach shopping. Um, people are going to be a lot more potentially apprehensive to go into shops. I know I probably, I never look forward to Christmas shopping, mm. but I'd, I'm definitely not looking forward to- Do you do Christmas to, shopping in store though? I'll go in store. Mad. Mainly. Amazon Prime all day, baby. Mad, bro. I just paid my yearly doing? subscription. <laughs> yes. 100% saves my Christmas. I got Prime as well, but I don't know. But yeah, no, I just think there's going to be a mess. Uh, there's going to be continual increase in e-commerce. And yeah. I think just the idea of going into shops is going to be less and less. Yeah. So I think, Almost the polar opposite to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but oh, driven by, I love dri it. driven I like by, that. driven by e-commerce. So you, your example is you think there's going to be more Zara's. I think that massive, massive firms, massive corporations, whatever, have the scale to move more of their business to an online model, and they will, for the shareholders' purposes, achieve cost savings by doing so. I think that smaller brands will see it as a prestige gain opportunity to own a flagship store in Oxford Circus. So where the opportunity suits Zara to reduce their rent cost, mm. it will also suit a growing brand to have a flagship store on Regent Street. I only said Zara because they have, basically has the majority market share in the European fashion space online. Yep. Yeah. Um, but they also equally have, I saw the numbers, they also equally maintain the highest like footfall. Yeah. Um, 
like in person as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I hear that. Like, it's obviously one of the best memes at the moment is that Primani doesn't even have an online store and they'd be cleaning up if they did, right? Yeah. But basically, I think the longer term trend for the high street is actually that businesses with scale will look to cut costs having been scarred by this experience. And the easiest way to do that is to reduce their fixed spending on real estate, which is basically something we talked about earlier. Water, yeah. yeah? Um, and it will be smaller businesses that benefit from cheaper rental opportunities. So that like manifests itself in different ways. Like a medium sized company will now have an opportunity to put itself on Regent street for Christmas. Bosh. Yeah. And smaller, smaller fashion companies will give it a go on the local yeah. high street. And it's quite interesting because like the Nike store, so like the four corners of like Oxford Circus, which has like the H&M on one end, the Tezanese on one end, the Nike town on one end. And then I think it was French Connection before, but I think it's now, oh, I don't know, is it New Balance or something like that? That's the sort of four corners of, um, of as I like to call it, of yeah, like, yeah. Oxford Circus. like Nike, for example, has always just been a footfall experience. They mm. don't make a great deal of money on... Mm-hmm. On in that store, that's right? the, uh, so I get that vibe as well. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you know, but the thing is as well is that like I find that like the companies that have a really really shocking online experience typically have a much better in store experience, and, yeah. and those that have a really really poor in in store experience have a really really strong online experience. Yeah. For me, Topshop, why the hell do they not have a good online shopping experience? Well, it's probably it's, at this it's, point. It's probably it's the strategy, right? It's why do you think fucking Primark can't afford a website? Like no shit, Primark could afford a website, but they want to maintain footfall. And I guess in Primark, it kind of makes sense because they are all about high volume, yeah, low it. margin. So I don't think an online a site would actually really work for them because yeah. of the churn. But also right? it's like, it's now become part of the joke that if you want to buy fucking 50 t-shirts for 30p each, you have to go to the fucking shop to do it. Yeah. And by doing so, you're probably going to pick up some tracksuits, you'll pick up some pajamas and you'll pick up whatever the and fucking Haribo, shine. And Haribo's as well. Yeah, some shiny shit and some Haribo's the, 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 the till. Cherry, yeah. They're all cherry ones. The upsell at the till. Yeah, they're all, they're all cherry. That's where I can only go there if my all cherry ones. Yeah, but then also like, Arcadia Group also own Miss Selfridges, right? And they yeah. they had a pretty hefty online presence. They just didn't really execute. Yo, Miss Selfridges, that's people. old school fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember t- having to go in there my big sister. Yeah, yeah. but, but there's school. also, there's something to like, depending on who your demographic is, like I used to go to Topshop back in the day when I was like- Ooh, co- Topshop Johnny? When what? I was co- yeah, comb over gang. Come on, listen to the kooks comb and raise like that. Yes. Well, Spray on jeans and that. Like, yeah, bruv, <laughs> 100, bruv. I have my little like blue ear piercing in that. And like basically Topshop was just full of fucking 14, 15, your old boys and girls and next door was just all the girls that were going to Miss Selfridges and if you took a girl to Oxford Street you would just wait for her outside Miss Selfridges because like you'd never be seen dead in there but like that's your target demographic and those people actually like 14, 15 yeah. year old kids don't shop online they don't because yeah. they don't have a fucking card they don't have any money so they go in store so it makes sense like in that perspective for the same reason that why don't ASOS have shops because their demographic don't have the time to go shopping right and I think this is where the opportunity comes I think that all of this real estate, which is an enormous cost for a shit ton of companies that are now looking to drive costs down, they'll just vacate. And all these smaller places that want a growth opportunity or prestige or a marketing opportunity will just rent Regent Street for two months a year. Do you reckon reckon Amazon's going to go to the high street? So Amazon have started doing supermarkets in Seattle. Ooh, yeah, how's, that, how's that been going? That's been going on for a minute now. Yeah. For like Amazon Fresh, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so they've wow. got actual supermarkets. So like Amazon, so Prime now have had a have had a relationship in this country with Morrison's for a minute. So they kind of basically copied the Ocado Waitrose thing. Um, right. But in Seattle, they've had basically self checkout supermarkets. So when you drop something in your basket, it scans it automatically. 
Um, I think that's a model that, Wait. That, that could work for them going forward. Yeah, this is all very, very interesting. I think we'd be remiss as a podcast to to not wrap this up, this particular conversation by saying support local. Support local businesses, for yeah, sure. <laughs> support local businesses. Local all businesses, the, local brands, musicians yeah, and podcasts. 100%, more 100%. All these problems that these big old established brands that have been getting fat for decades and generations aren't really the problems of your average person. Scum support man. local, support your local Amen. brands. Keep your trainers um, and your clothing for... For, for, for that little bit longer fast fashion sucks um, give it to a charity shop PLT well. and all you brands who are selling s- shirts and skirts and things for 9p 10p 15p it's it's a horrible horrible gimmick um, and better examples need pay to be set pay your damn staff properly as yeah, well pay man. your Fuck staff you. before you start like selling things for like 10p trust me bunch of weirdos um, but yeah nah good tool lads I fucking enjoyed that man decent. the range so what's been going on in the Twitter sphere, Bro, Johnny boy? Do you know what? I just read. I just read a tweet. I think it's quite funny. Check this. Shit. My fiance and I live together. I own the house. It's paid off, and he pays me five hundred dollars a month. Oh. He thinks once we get married, he shouldn't have to pay rent anymore, and we should split the bills evenly. What do you think? Yo, Yo she's moving mad, bro. And we split the bills evenly. He, so basically, she owns the house. And he's saying to her, now that they're getting married, he shouldn't have to pay rent for the house anymore. There's so many angles to approach this on, but my initial gut reaction is she's moving mad, bro. What what, why is she about? moving mad? Because like- She owns the she house. Shouldn't, it's her she house. Shouldn't, yeah, no, but- They don't buy it together. But should she be treating her soon-to-be husband as like some sort of like tenant? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. she's the landlord. Do you know what I mean? But like, she is the landlord. She owns the house. Yeah, but she's also the wife. You know what I mean? So technically speaking, as a as a result of their marriage, it's kind of his too. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, is it? if we flip the fucking sides, <laughs> you know how it goes the other way around. Oh, <laughs> yes. I mean, no. are we putting or are we putting, lads? <laughs> nah, it's true, man. I don't know. I think she's, I think she's in the right rights. All right, tell me more. Well, she owns the house. She's paid off the majority of it herself. Right. And just because they're getting married doesn't mean that she's giving up ownership of the property as such. In the same way that guys always complain, like, fucking hell, I go to work and I bought the house and then when we get divorced, she gets to take half of it without doing any fucking work. It was my fucking house when I bought it and she moved in, right? But how many of them men are, like, charging their, their wives rent on their way to the divorce? Well, I mean, his $500 contribution could just go towards the bills. Like, when she says we should pay split the bills evenly... Why should he not have to pay a contribution just because they get married? I but, think if he, right. but if she wasn't, if she wasn't married to him, she'd be paying them bills herself, no? Then he also wouldn't have anywhere to live. He'd no, be paying, he'd be, he'd be paying somewhere else. his own bills in his own right somewhere else. Right, but she'd still have those bills. It seems as though the pe- the, the the cash that he would be paying for bills, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, is basically cash in her pocket. She should have some payment in the overall upkeep of her house. When you take on a mortgage, you're not just taking on the mortgage, you're taking on the bills and you're taking all this other shit. Yeah, yeah. Like offsetting that onto your poor husband <laughs> or your husband-to-be is a bit like... <laughs> no, I don't know. I, feel Yo, like, I don't want to meet her. <laughs> I, I think, I think the, bills, the bills should be split evenly plus £500 a month to him. Like she's probably paid. I don't know the backstories. I've literally just seen this tweet yeah. and, and, and it's popping off on the TL. But like... They should split the bills, and I think I don't think it's necessarily I don't think it's unfair that what he she, pays more. Maybe I misunderstood the, the tweet. Maybe I misunderstood the tweet. So is she paying now that the mortgage is paid? So everything pay, the, it's now paid. It is now paid off. Mortgage is paid. But does off. it make a difference to you if it wasn't paid off? Well, yeah, because if she's still paying for the mortgage, right? If she's still paying money towards the mortgage, 
then it's not on her to just pay everything. He clearly has to do some or put some contributions into the overall upkeep of the house. However, if the only outgoings in the upkeeps of this house now that the mortgage is paid is the bills and utilities, then surely that should be a split. Otherwise, she's just living her life fucking... But why should she have paid off an entire house so they can split the bills together? Because she would have done that anyway. But he wouldn't have had somewhere to live the entire time. No, but irrespective of him, he'd have been paying rent. She would have been. She had to pay her mortgage. When you take out a mortgage, you're going to pay that shit back. Sure, but she has ownership of the house. He doesn't have ownership of shit, so he'd have had to pay rent somewhere. So because she owns the house, he owes her for living there, even though they're married. Fucking right, yeah, bro. That's not romance to me. That's different. Imagine if a guy did that to a girl. Yeah, bro, it's different. That is different. You but know what? Exactly you know what? I know what he's a, You know what? You know what? Guys complaining nah, about what? No, bro, I think she set the level, fam. I think yeah. she set levels. I think, she, and I think guys should take a page out of her book. <laughs> oh, boy. So no, I'm not. Don't, I, I, yeah, no, I don't care. You, you <laughs> suck, Johnny. <laughs> you suck, Johnny. In with that one, innit? No, I Johnny don't care. Like, yeah, I like. I got him. Oh. I got him. I ain't got him. No, 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 no. That's not even. That's not even like. I'm not even trying to come on like a. No, I'm literally like saying big up. Like what she did was dope. Like, well, don't dope, but like. <laughs> Alright, cool. I'm not she doing dope, but like, is she is she setting levels like that? Like, yeah, yeah. Alright. Ego. Hey, All right, how so would you feel? How would you feel if you were about to marry a lady who had paid her mortgage off? So basically, like, she's done a bit amazing. She's got a house. She bought a house for you to live in. But she's like, you pay all the bills. That's not what she's saying. What is she saying? My bad. Okay. Am I getting this wrong? She wants to go half on the, um, she wants to go half on, on the bills. My fiance and I live together. Okay. I own the house. Right. It's paid off and he pays me $500 a month. Right. He thinks that once we get married, he shouldn't have to pay rent anymore and we should split the bills evenly. What, I just, I'm with him, man. What I she's just... saying is that the bills shouldn't be split evenly. The bills should reflect the fact that she bought the fucking house. Right, oh, maybe murky. up until the point where there is an equal investment right, well, in the house. I mean, okay, cool. All always... right, fair. Now, now I heard it from that angle. I think she's just, she's just like she just loves money too much, isn't it? Mortgage-wise. Let if they it. decide, let's say, for example, she was like, look, I've paid the majority of this. 
Uh, I think most, has. I think most like working people expect to pay some sort of rent in their lives, right? Unless their situation is crazy. But I have a little bit of discomfort with the concept of paying rent. Okay. To let my me, wife. Let me phrase it to you this way. Let me phrase it to you this way. Let me phrase it to <laughs> so you this you way. You sit down when you pee, huh? <laughs> First, can I just say, I, I sit down when I pee and it's fucking comfortable. What? Chest never, out. What? Never, whoa, 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 Johnny, Johnny, wait, 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 this is mad. I'm not trying to piss on my toilet seat. Wait, wait, Johnny, 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 you sit down when you pee. Fellas, is it gay to be comfortable when you piss? Don't pull Yo. out the gay yeah, shit, don't they, Johnny. No, no, no. Don't Fellas, try and alienate gay guys, us. Gay guys stand up when they pee as well, is man. Why? Wait, do you sit? You do you sit down when you pee? I enjoy that sit down piss. Mad. Why is it mad? We need context. Well, fucking when I'm tired as shit and I want to take a piss, I sit down. Just and take when a you're piss. tired, no when you are fucking paralytic drunk. Just when you are tired, you sit down on the app. Well, sometimes when I'm in the mood to sit down and take a piss, Yo, sit down and you man call me suspect for wearing briefs or boxer briefs, or whatever. Gee, you wear leather trousers. How do you shake? Whoa, I don't wear leather trousers. How do you, how do you shake? How do you shake off when you're... Do you, no, right he, he wipes. Left, right, left, right. That's mad. <laughs> but it's more like... <laughs> <laughs> it's too much information. <laughs> Horrible. No, but let me rephrase the, let me rephrase the original question, yeah? Why is it right that she should pay off the vast majority of it? So the present, you basically you that's think that's got nothing to do with him. It does. No, it does. It does. It does. No, hold on. And this is why because you think it's unfair that she should pay rent if they're one team as equals. Yeah. Why should she then have paid for more of the house that they live in together than he has? Because yeah. she was going to do that shit anyway. And he she would have had to find buy... somewhere else to live. No, no, no. You're missing the point, bro. Let's say, for example, she started paying her mortgage, mortgage in 2008 and then she met that motherfucker in 2017. Is that his fault? It's his fucking blessing. He's found a woman who's got a house. No, I don't think we should look at it like that. It's not his fault. That's just the circumstance. She took out a mortgage for her own independence and to own her own place. That's got nothing to do with the next man. If he comes into the situation, he doesn't owe her because he didn't contribute as much to her mortgage as she did. She took out that mortgage herself. So that she can own her own shit. You just answer the point yourself. So why should she give it to my man? But she still owns it, irrespective. She still owns that place. Okay, so then why shouldn't shouldn't he pay her rent if she owns it? Why should she give up ownership? Because... Him paying rent to her is just cash in her pocket. Them as a married couple could utilize that money for loads of different things. So why shouldn't yeah, there yeah. be a share? Okay. So the point that she's making <laughs> is that the bills shouldn't be split evenly. The bills should reflect the fact that she owns a house, as we both agree. No, you know, I agree with that, though. I agree I with that. I get it, but like... I agree with that. Like, boom. Personally, me personally, if I was to like... Let's say, example, my mortgage is paid off, yeah? And I end up finding someone... Like I'm not gonna start charging them in it, like to, to to stay here in it. But if I was to take that approach, I would want it to equally reflect. You know what? No, fuck it. I won't. Nah, no, I think, bro. I think because what I'll, no, I think what I'll do, I'll just assign a couple, of, assign a couple of bills to my other half's name. You know what I mean? Um, That's the same net effect. You're no, like for example, rather than saying I'm taking X amount from you, just to make sure that. If I was her and I wanted my man to still f- feel like he's doing man shit or whatever, like assign a couple of utility bills to his name or, or let him decide where he wants to contribute. Okay, wait, so hold you on. Get it? So if, if, my man pay, if my man pays £500 a month more in bills, is that palatable to you? What do you mean? So basically you're complaining that he, that he has to pay her rent. Yeah, right? if he's but, paying but, £500 but, in bills... 
that to that's me fair. that's fair isn't it yeah like so basically your argument is that so the, the, the extra 500 pound a month contribution just don't call the it rent just don't call it rent just don't call yeah, it rent yeah call it rent my chest my chest I'll call it rent yo imagine yeah your missus pulls up to you yeah, and say and say you know imagine your, your missus pulls up to you and says your rent is due but what's, what needs to be what needs to be said and what needs to be reiterated from my point is just because you have paid off your mortgage does not mean you still don't have responsibility towards the upkeep of your own home. So you offsetting those bill responsibilities to your other half just because they had nothing to do with your overall mortgage payments, for me, it's still a bit weird because you'd be paying those bills anyway. Yeah, but you wouldn't be living in the house, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> nah, he's got a con- man, man, man's got to contribute something, isn't it? No, no, no. Because I, 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 I think it's, I think point. it's worse off here. Yeah. My man's there chilling, chilling rent free. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not my point. I think. Oh, just scratch these boxes and balls and You're shit. always no. expecting. You're always expecting people to live into in your home to contribute. Full stop. Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Fact. But it sounds as though maybe I'm maybe because I've had two two whiskeys. I'm I'm getting this wrong. But it sounds as though she's paid off her mortgage and she's like boom. He has to. He has to make up for for the years where. No, the point that she's making is that he thinks because the house is paid off that she should that still bills... contribute to the house. No, no, he thinks that because the mortgage is paid off, the bills should be even going forward. That's what I just said. So she think he thinks. Sorry, that she should still contribute to her home. I agree with that. Okay, I agree that she should contribute. Yeah, I think that the contribution should reflect the fact that in a house that they are living in together. She's paid a fuck ton more than he has. Sounds like a her problem. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think we, we came to the conclusion that as long as we don't call it rent and we yeah, call it yeah. bills. Don't call it rent. Don't charge <laughs> yo, right. don't charge me rent and call yourself my wife. <laughs> you you man is sick. <laughs> you man is sick. My wife charging me rent. What the f- huh? Imagine imagine your wife. Come like gigs, like Yo, words. yo, listen, imagine your missus saying your rent's late. <laughs> Your rent's do, motherfucker. <laughs> or, or you miss telling you, like, in the heat argument, yeah, but you're the one in the riz. <laughs> <laughs> bl- oh, and, then, and then she says, I blowed you for three months. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Where's my money? <laughs> no, All right, I, I tell you what, I tell you, I'm a, fit, a script. So I think, we've, I think we've dealt with this one, right? Yeah. Two twos, I saw another one on Hinge. Uh-oh. Nice looking girl. Ooh. Black girl, melanated queen. Lovely. She had no profile. I only date black men. Is that racist? That's preference. I don't. Me personally, I don't get mad if a if a white girl tells me that she only dates white guys or, she, if, or that, if an Asian girl. Racist? No, it's your preference. Is preference racist? Your preference on attraction. I don't think that's racist. Why? Because that's your preference. That's what you're attracted to physically. Okay, but what if you're doing? Some people it? only like, for example, some people only like redheads, isn't it? Okay, so what if you're are doing? We... It in, what are you doing? What if you're doing it in an exclusionary sense? So you get a white girl that says, "I only like white guys because I don't like black men." I don't. So like that's that different. Is, that's so different. That is, though. That's what that's I different. Though mine's basically saying, I'm basically saying that you're physically attracted to who you're physically attracted to. Yeah, there are some black people who are physically only attracted to white people or Asian people, right? I've got family like that, you get it? But that's different to having a preference because you're, you have a dislike for another. So you're down for positive discrimination, but not for negative discrimination. I, yes. I, I think, I think- Like positive, I, need to, if, if, I, I don't know, personally, I don't know what you mean by positive discrimination, in it, but I just think that if you have a preference on who you like, right? Regardless of the color, no one ain't complaining when the white girl 
only likes black guys, isn't it? No, no, no. Or vice versa. But I'm just saying, like, so if, so if, if, if one person or like a, 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 I don't know, a Ghanaian person only likes their own, or, or if one race only likes their own, then so be it. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. I want to start this off by saying I think that anybody with really fixed preferences is a fucking weirdo. I've really never understood people who have really strong preferences associated with culture, race, looks. Like, I, I know what it's like to be fetishized. 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 Um, it's a horrible feeling, but to be honest, you know what my humor's like in it. I, I, I just... I laugh at it and I just find it such a weird, weird concept. Like I've never, ever, ever said to myself, like I find one race more attractive than the other race because without sounding like a, a tree hugger, heal the world type motherfucker, like there's so much beauty across the spectrum, right? So I don't understand how you can Amen. switch off, you can switch off your, that attraction depending on the race. If a girl, however, going back to Johnny's point, says that she's only for a particular type of man, then I would, hesitate before jumping out with the R word, jumping out of the blocks and saying that person's a racist. I kind of just want to know why. Johnny just said positive versus negative discrimination. I want to know if the reason why you don't or you do want to be with a particular person is because you just love that race, culture, whatever more, or if it's because you feel like the other races, cultures, types are beneath you and an impossible thought. If it's the latter, I think that's quite. If it's the lat, if it's the latter, that's when I can start yeah. saying that this is potentially a problematic racist thing. I don't know. I think I think the way you rolled out that question was quite acute. I don't necessarily think it needs to be a reason for that. I know many black people who are only attracted to black women have you explored why or only experience or, or only just to black men it might be just because of their features it might be because of the culture it might become different but not because per se that they do not like white people or chinese people or such and vice versa with like chinese people or asian people they might say that they're, they're just attracted to their own and nothing wrong with being appreciating your own no, i just feel, I, I, I just not, feel like not, it, i just feel like it sounds weird if you go that it, it sounds more weird for black people or for white people, but it don't sound that far fetched for someone of like an Oriental no, or Asian I, I, background. You know I, what I mean? I apply the same rule. Sorry, Johnny, I know you're jumping in, but like I apply the same rule. I I know what it's like to, as as I've said, I know what it's like to be told by an Asian girl that if I were to bring you home, my parents would chop me up into pieces and mm. send me mm. back home. Do you know mm. what I mean? I know what that's like. So that for me is a I. And I've been there and, and based I, on racism. Yeah. However, if that same girl said, like, I want to, for example, I want to instill certain cultural values or ensure that I have the opportunity to 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 instill the maximum amount of cultural, racial, whatever values in them. So as a result, I want to get with somebody from my culture, get with somebody who understands mm. what it's like to be from where I'm from. How can I sit here and say that you're racist? You're not doing that at the expense of any other race. You're just saying what you're pro, not what you're yeah. against. Okay, so this point I want to make is that is perceived positive discrimination not itself based in racism in the sense that it's um, viewed through the lens of generalizations on race-based lines, right? Like white girls want to be with black guys because they're good at singing and they like Jewish boys because they've got big dicks, right? That That's just kind of like the rule of... That's just the rule of hinge. But, but no, on a serious level, like 
even like say white girls so like the, i don't know how fucking big the, the portion of the pie is because they don't, obviously don't match me but white girls who like black guys right um are they not pandering to stereotypes about the sexual the sexuality or sexualization of black men are they not putting presumptive characteristics and features either on your character or your physicality that conform to expected racial standards. If but they haven't mentioned it, how the hell do we know? Like, if I, as I say, I've I've been in situations where a girl has been like, "You're fit. I love me some black boys." Right? Like, but then, then but then on the other side, I've been with with oh, with white girls who have been out with black boys, white boys, Asian boys. Like, it really does depend on what your intentions are and how you view attraction. And that's why I started this whole thing with like preference. I think if you have really, really hard coded preferences, inherently there's something a little bit, ugh, a little bit tweaked in you. I think that's just my opinion. I don't necessarily think that. Like, I, I know that's fine. And I, 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 I know that I'm I not think, the majority I, 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 there. But. Everyone's got their own opinions, isn't it? But even that, like for example, you've mentioned a white, a white girl being attracted to a black guy and there, there might be a higher chance or high, high likely chance that it's uh, from a fetishized point of view, mm-hmm. right? But then that same white girl, if she probably has a preference for dating white guys, then that could be seen as potentially a racist approach. I think personally, anybody you know what I mean? I feel, I feel, I feel like, there's usually like, a reason like, behind a preference. I feel like both sides. I feel like both sides of it. But I, I, you can't really I mean, win. I feel, I feel like they're two different things, right? You know so if, if 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 a or maybe I'm just, I need some, to like understand it better. Yeah. So if some like if let's just fucking generic Lucy, right? Says yeah. I only date white guys. I don't like black guys. Yeah. Okay, that's a bit sus. I think that we'd all kind of cons- we'd all kind of conclude that maybe Lucy. Yeah, it's language. I only like needs to season her. It's language. It's all about language. Yeah, it's all about fine. how much yeah. they expand. But if Lucy says I'm only into black guys, right? What is it that drives Lucy's perception of black men that makes them that makes them attractive to her? But we have to ask that question, which is right. why I'm not part of the culture that just jumps out of the gates and says that people are racist. I need to understand more about why Lucy is saying she's only attracted to black people. As I said, if we scratch beneath the surface, chances are that the reasons that Lucy comes with are going to be slightly problematic. So this is basically... I'm so, sure. So I but was, we have to get to yeah, that to ask. point and ask you. to find that out. And I agree. Yeah. And I agree. So, so, like two, so the first thing to say on record is that all three of us here have been in interracial relationships yeah. in the past. Yeah. Yeah. We've also all been with people of our own colour or creed or fucking yeah. whatever yeah. you want to call it. But we've, both, we've all done both sides of the fence, right? Yeah. The second thing is I was listening to was, um, I finished off, because I hadn't, for some reason I hadn't done it. Um, I mentioned it in a previous episode, um, Cornell West's uh, Race Matters. And there is a chapter on black sexuality in, in that book. And a part of it is about um, interracial relationships. Um, and there's a, a very wide ranging chapter and everyone should read the fucking book anyway. But um, specifically, you should also read that topic but basically a driver of uh of interracial attraction to black men in particular is the um pseudo machismo personality that it gives off and that pseudo machismo machism fucking machismoism whatever is driven by and particularly in america is driven by by young men who live in a hostile society that values machismo nature and also manifests itself either through confrontation with law 
mm. or through dominance over women, be they black or white women, right? Mm. And so the, a lot of the attraction of white women towards black men in that context is by this kind of deductive nature and deductive perception of black men. So if Lucy is only into black guys because she thinks that he's big, strong, aggressive, and also does all the shit that a gangster rapper or a basketball and, player- And can do the Azonto. And can do the Azonto, is even if she is positively discriminating, and likes black guys, is her preference for black guys not itself driven by a racist perception of black men? We don't know. No matter what Cornell West writes, we do not know until we ask Lucy. And this is why people need to, fundamentally people need to stop watching who other people are dating. Facts. But, but fundamentally, we cannot jump to any conclusions about what people's intentions are. Mm. I, I, I have definitely, in the same way I said that I've been fetishized in the past, I have also sat there and listened to white men say that the reason they go with like women from certain parts of Asia is because they're submissive. I can go out and do whatever the yeah. hell I want. They're not going to answer questions. Yeah. They're not going to ask me any questions. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to come home. My bed's going to be made. My food's going to be make, made. Like, like there's some really, really sordid, often seedy, sordid reasons behind some people have preferences. But I do think even with those people, yeah. we owe it to them to find out more about those reasons if we care to, right? Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting frustrated for the wrong reasons here. But like, if you are attracted to a particular type of person, then I just feel like, fuck it. You're attracted to that person. That's why we've got so many mixed race people or people of mixed like backgrounds and mm. heritages in this fucking world, I don't feel like everyone needs to have a specific reason that that is considered has like a, a hidden agenda or like there's like a reason that could be questioned. You know what I mean? So another devil's advocate. Maybe, maybe it's because I come from, I mean, we all do as well, but I come from like a very multicultural family. Yeah. And like I'm I got, I'm mixed with a bunch of shit as yeah. well. Like, and, I'm, and I, I'm attracted to, me, I'm attracted to different, like I, I don't, I don't really pigeonhole you, you, myself you don't, in terms exactly of, you don't put a limit yeah. on your attraction but, that, but that's me but, it, but people who do like I know for example like I know sisters who are only attracted to dark skinned men mm. or like you know what I mean and like, I how do you feel about that though because I need to I then need I'm, to I'm cool with that if, if that's what their preference is that's what their preference I don't, I, 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 I don't feel like there's, I don't feel like there's an ulterior thing behind it sometimes it might just be because they like things that remind them of their family or like of their of their father you know what I mean that. I know guys who are so proud to say that they like black women because like they just appreciate their beauty, whether they're white or whatever, or yeah. they appreciate them and they see motherly like feet, like motherly like traits. Yeah. It, I don't, re I don't really feel like you must like this. You, the reason why you like this person, there's that like, bare ulterior motives behind it. No, I think you we're on I mean? the same page. Yeah, I'm just saying that. that I just think I that, that. there, there sometimes are ulterior motives, but I think we're on the same page ultimately. Yeah. You just have to ask. And I'll say that like, so that like kind of the the, the next, Point that this leads on to right and like the last area that we haven't discovered on this topic and i say this as an interracial bloke even though i like perceive you look like a super white dude i am half ethnically latino half ethnically super gringo yeah. um but there is there is some form of fetish for interracial kids for light-skinned kids yeah i've been in the kardashians for white, for white girls to have kids black guys though. to have an interracial child is that itself not a bit sus 
if it's not, yeah, I think if it's you weird. Come, if you don't come with someone, but I just like, thought so that's, like that's, you can be attracted yeah, to that guy I've got, for various reasons. But I've like, got just a mixed race racial kid. Like I got a mixed race kid. I didn't right. think about it. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't that wasn't the plan. I I definitely we know we all know that we've grown up in London. We all, we've all heard girls say, yeah, like mixed race people are the most amazingly beautiful people in the world. Right. I want a little mixed race baby. It's weird to me. It, like I find it because strange. again, similar yeah. to my views on on like attraction to adults is the same way I feel about like babies. Sometimes you've got some butt ugly babies mm. and they're white and they're black and they're mixed. Yeah. Sometimes you've got some really, really beautiful babies and they're white and they're black and they're mixed. Facts. I definitely feel like showbiz has like fetishized the idea of um of uh, mixed race kids though. I do feel like the, the showbiz industry has done that and you see it all the time on like on social media as well, but this was, like, uh, this leads into a wider di- this leads to a wider discussion into the appropriation. Is that, I've, I've read articles in it and shit. As yeah, well. so like, it's like it's it leads into a wider discussion the appropriation of effectively of, of black beauty features. Like if you grew up in the nineties, if you were of sexual age in the nineties and two thousands, then white girls probably wanted to look like Monica from Friends, right? Now yeah. they all want to look like one of the Kardashians. And the only difference between Monica from Friends and the Kardashians is the big bunda, the big lips, and the sizey hips, right? So, like, at what point does the attraction to another race's features move from appreciation to appropriation? I personally think that these views, you know, I I don't necessarily think that reality TV or any of this celebrity shit has exacerbated anything. I think it's been around. As I said, like, Mm. back in school... People wanted mixed race babies. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel they, like it's heightened, man. I, I don't I don't I don't think so. I genuinely think it's always been there. I think it's always been there. Like I think there's always been this fascination with what the Brits or what Western culture deem exotic or what they deem to be a little bit different. Right. Do you know what I mean? I, I almost I almost went in on a on a bunch of Greek people. Sorry, actually it was mainly German people, but we were in Greece who felt like every now and again they could come up to my boy and like touch his hair. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. there, there is this obsession with what's exotic and what looks different and what people don't necessarily know about. But I think that's always existed. Yes, yes, Travis Scott and Kylie have a mixed race baby. Yes, Kim and Kanye have four of them. Yes, you know, Chloe has a few. Like, but for me, maybe on a popular culture standpoint, yes, yeah. it, of course there's going to be an effect to that because they have genuine mm. followers. But for me, it's always been around. Like, I definitely think it's always been around, but I definitely yeah. feel like it's been heightened. Maybe I do feel like it's been higher recently. It's a good conversation. Like at the end of the day, like, and I think we had a, we, we've touched upon this before, Johnny. Like if, if for example, you said, you know what I mean? I want to, I want to find a nice Jewish woman so that I can instill all of the Jewish values and have my nice little Jewish family. Like who the fuck am I to say? Yeah, nah, bruv, that's problematic. No, that's not Yeah, yeah. like, but if I spoke to you and was like, Johnny, like, since when you've been on this thing, I've known you for years. Like you, you've been, you know, you've been, you've been out here on these streets. You Actually, know what I mean? Like, well, like why, get well. Good Jewish you, boy, I'm, I'm well behaved. Just for the record, <laughs> but like, like, you know, why do you have this view? And if he told me about it, I was like, oh, Johnny, that's a little bit weird. Then that's it's only at that point where I could be like, yeah, Johnny, that's a bit mad, bro. But, but okay, so like two twos. Say, say for example, we had that chat, and I was like, you know what, Rich? Like, I'm really only into dark skinned black girls. I don't really want to touch anything else. I'm only into dark skinned black girls. The same question. Why? Yeah. For when you say, from when you say I am only into anything, how can my next question not be 
why are you so maybe fixed? Because, maybe because he appreciates their beauty. They be like, so then tell he, me he, that. he loves their skin. So then tell me that. All right, cool. But that why, okay, that's an innocent why then. Like, it's not like it's a Wait, why where like, what is the reason? Like, what is that? But that's, that's but what you comes to, to my mind. When you somebody know what I mean? Says, when somebody says, I only like, for example, yeah, I only like. Yeah, intent, if somebody says, I only like. Imagine if somebody says, I only. Imagine if somebody says, I only like Pepsi. Yeah. Mom for you. Um, You're gonna ask him why, innit? <laughs> maybe maybe this is me. I don't give a fuck if you like te- Pepsi. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. No, just... but if somebody comes and is like, I only like fucking. I don't know. Kicks, I just, I just kicks, feel like I just feel like the I'm why only wearing Jordans. Yeah, when, when only... we spoke earlier, Zav. Zav. yeah, I, got, I, I was gonna talk. I was gonna talk about that right at the end as well. <laughs> I, I've, I've got. I had a problem when I was packing for Stockholm. Yeah, I just realised that I have way too many Jordans. Oh yeah. Oh, oh do you? Yeah, no, yeah. you. Yeah, I got way too many. Jordans. Oh, oh, do you, Zav? You. I need, I need to diversify. Um, like you know me and I'm 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 super super liberal on this thing. Like I I really couldn't give a damn. But as I say, from both sides of the argument, I kind of understand people's right to being attracted to whoever the hell they want to. But I also am not ignorant to how weirdly people form their attractions. If you wish to share to me, the minute you decide to get into a discourse with me as to mm. what your hard-coded preferences are mm-hmm. the minute you open yourself up to questions as to why you think the way you do For real. your best bet your best best option is to just be like it's just to go about your business mm-hmm. go about your business bang whoever you want to bang hey, date who you ever want to date hey, bed. and then maybe i will come to a conclusion in my own mind based on your previous exes and your current that you have <laughs> a type exactly but like i'm not gonna ask questions unless you decide to volunteer the fact that yo i only go with girls from china <laughs> Because they're submissive, which I've heard. That is, that's what I think. That's where. So when I pose the question, it's basically where do you find the line? I think yeah, that, that, bro. that is that crosses the line. I've heard that shit. That bro. crosses the line. It's it? crazy. That crosses the line. But anyway, that that's a the line. good fucking conversation. Twitter's fire, bro. I should Twitter's, get on Twitter more. Well, you might need to get on I'm Twitter. I'm scared of Twitter, man. <laughs> it's lit. I'm shook on Twitter. It's lit. Um, new music. You man, listen to the Lowski. Yeah, I, I, I fuck with it, um, but I feel like half of it I fucks with, the other half I find it a bit commercial. Okay, um, but I think my my favorite songs on there happen to be the ones that are commercial. All right, um, tell me more. Bar, bar the the car, the one that has a car to speak on it. He's, and he's breaking down the um in terms of crime rates and demographics and mm. the the geographics of where crime is like more concentrated and stuff over a beat. I thought that was fire. I f- I actually like the song with him and Stormzy only because I'm a massive like Stormzy fanboy as well. Um, but it was just a tune I can just vibe with in the whip. Yeah. Um, and the Fredo and popcorn one that was just bare random, but I love how like <laughs> I felt I I just love how popcorn you can just hear him from like one track with a celebrity like a, like a major league celebrity, and then he just like on the block of like Do you know what we call that the range the range the range pop kind of be on a tune in some like cheaply shot video with Kano. Yeah. And then he'll be in a tune with a video with Drake or whoever next <laughs> week and then come back to ends and be on a Drew album with Lowski. Big up Popcorn. Popcorn. Big up Popcorn. Um, I ain't heard it, but I see the, I, I see the interview with ZZ Mills. Yeah. Mm. We're going to, without a doubt, listeners, we are going to unpack drill music um, and the impacts it has and whether or not um, it has a place, whether or not the criticism that it, it receives is warranted. There are some 
some crusaders out there mm. who are trying to to diminish its place as a musical genre um, out there, which I'm totally, totally against. But I don't think we have the subject matter right now to go into a wider conversation. We've already borrowed your ears for as long as we have this week, um, but we will definitely get back to that. Check out Lowski, Music, Trial and Trauma, A Drill Story. Mm. All right. Shakespearean in this motherfucker. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Who was the white boy you hadn't playing on the telly? Oi! He was Fuego. So this guy I only heard about yesterday, just by chance, on Instagram. His name is Kia Keys. I really hope I've said that right. And it's a single. Um, whereas Low Skies was an album, this is a single. It is called Anglo-Saxon. And the only way that I can describe this tune is it has the... It's like a drill feel-good because it's got the Some vibes. Yeah, it's drill it, vibes. yeah, it's got the standard yeah, it's got the standard um syncopation of a drill track. It's got a little garage feel but to it. But it has not, exactly, but it has a garage vibe to it. And basically the video is just him and the man them just bumble up. Just just dancing up and yeah. down the street. Wave. Car park, pavement, and it's just drinks in hand and it's a vibe. He's friends with the NSG boys, so you already know it's a vibe and you already know if you're around that camp it's nothing but, yeah, you know I mean, it's nothing but bogles and vibes. Options. Exactly. Um, yes, Johnny. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, check out his song. It's called Anglo-Saxons, Kia Keys, K-E-E-Y-A, Keys. Um, Anglo-Saxon, my favorite tune of the week. Wavy. We're having a debate about this next one. I'm, I'm, I'm making Xavi warm to this next one, but the boys who bought you, don't rush, slow touch, don't rush. The only song that you heard for the first two months of lockdown. <laughs> While all of these girls are the, doing that, that, that you know heavily what? deceitful you know makeup challenge <laughs> when they start off ugly and then they become <laughs> beautiful, which plays with my trust issues. And I've already got loads of those. Um, I got PTSD <laughs> from hearing that hook. I can't even lie to you. I, down, I just see man leaning back upon sofa. And, and, and Literally, I wake up for the promo for the album. Just slow rush. I'm telling you, man, don't, that song, that don't, don't rush, rush song. Yeah, literally. You'll wake up every morning. Not a fucking another one. Right, like, <laughs> so many, bro. Not, not they got creative. You know what? Yeah, all, all, I, all, I, all I took from it wasn't that anyone could do the challenge it was that in this day and age Instagram is catfish fam yeah. like girls makeup and that fam like all that birthday makeup shit that's catfish so like, beards are full you'll get, fam you get two different girls in one that's like, our vengança you grow a beard innit and then no I, 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 I honestly like, can, 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 we just, can we just agree on that fam like that song just showed me that over usage of makeup can give you two different girls. Do we want to, do I we, mean, do we want to get into that two hours in? Because you know <laughs> I'm reading for it. I'm reading for it, bro. This conversation is going to upset people, bro. Uh, no, sure no, have, That's an I had this conversation no, 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 with my let's, sister. Let's, let's pause it for another episode. You know what I mean? Bro, we, got, we got some topics got to get to, bro. Oh, I got time. <laughs> Christmas special is going to be lit. Boy. <laughs> yes. Christmas, we got one more to see out and this year. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we got one more Trust me, listen, when, cor listen for you. Can I just say, when Corona's all done, yeah, you know why I'm taking girls on the first date? Oh. Swimming, fam. Where? Oh, my god. Swimming, days. fam. You know why? Oh, my god. I see days. the real you from the jump. <laughs> no pun. But from the jump. Toxic king. But can black man swim? <laughs> yeah, what? I can swim like a dolphin. Yo, I can swim like a dolphin, fam. I'm not going to protest too much, to be honest, because yeah, yeah. I'm not the best swimmer. Nah, <laughs> I, I, I swim like a fit. I think, I think that's the island boy in me. I don't like man. the stereotype, but I also can't swim very well, so. <laughs> nah, I can swim. <laughs> I like swimming, man. 
Um, so yeah, the tune by Young T and Bugsy is called New Shape and it is a very feel-good, vibesy type, similar to Kia Keys in, in the sense that it's more of a light-hearted tune and I think we need that variation with any music that follows that sort of drill pattern. Um, but yeah, it's another it's another vibe um, from these two lads who just seem to be like two unproblematic, unproblematic gods, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, two yeah. unproblematic vibes. gods who are doing their thing. The video is is, is jokes as well. They put a lot of video, in, uh, a Big lot of eight, effort. 80s theme. Yeah, I'm a lot of effort it. into that video. So check that out. Um, Johnny. I, I wanted to give a plug if I could. Uh-oh. Shout out to the boys. They paying us? They might do. Okay. But they're also coldies. Let's do it. Shout out to Route 73. Hey, I was just joking. They ain't Shout out to Route 73. Shout out to the Silhouettes Project. Hey. Make sure you hit up Route 73 underscore on Instagram. Hey. Uh, the Silhouettes Project. The man got bangers after bangers flying up all kinds of business on Worldwide FM, on mm, Spotify, yeah. making mad moves. Shout out Manic, Manic MC, who, who Manic. Give, us the, give us the old reshare. 100%. On Instagram. Shout out Outrageous Claims. 100%. Um, um, but what I will support. say... Is, is Route 73, are they independent? Or yeah, I, yeah. I'm assuming they're independent. So they, we got to talk to them actually as to whether or not we can spin some of their music because our thing with this podcast right now is that if you're an independent artist, we can, we can, we can definitely run some of your tunes on this thing as long as we don't get like, you know, someone banging on our door. Digitally saying, it. Yeah, exactly. Saying that you got yeah, yeah. to rip this thing off. So if you're an independent artist and your music slaps, send it to me. We will, we will definitely consume it. Um, and if we rate that, we will definitely play it. Um, and that actually takes me, actually, before we get onto um, the topic of independent artists who are doing big things, the last new music uh, contribution this week is from a very, very talented um, artist um, who some of you may know released an album this week. Um, well, it's actually not an album. It's like he calls it's it, it's, it's, it's an EP. It's a four track EP called Robin. Um, and it is from a jazz musician, ex DJ, ex grime DJ, ex. Boiler Room Grime DJ, CKTRL, who has now picked up his saxophone um, for I a four-track EP. Bruv, it's so amazing. A four-track EP. And it's actually dope as well. Yeah, four-track EP called Robin. 17 minutes long. Literally, there's no excuse to not listen to a music to an album of this quality. There have been two amazingly jazz-tinted, sorry, jazz-tilted albums this year. One has been by Duval Timothy and one has been by CKTRO. So make sure you check both of those out. See, the latter came out this week, 17 uh, minutes long, four tracks, amazing, saxophone, ambient, jazzy vibes. Check it out. That's basically the amount of time it takes you to take a shit. Rah. You could, Rah. Have, like a, you... You could have a super chilled See, out shit. Listen yeah, to Jabs How long are your shits? How long are your shits though? I'm, I'm, I'm an in and out guy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a once a day kind of guy. I'm, a, I'm like, I'm, I'm a once a day type of guy too, but it doesn't, it doesn't like, take me 17 yeah, minutes. I'm scrolling, I'm, one a day I'm scrolling minimum. through Twitter, innit? I'm scrolling, I'm checking shit. I'm one a day minimum, lads. Oh, for real? Yeah. So what? Yeah, one a day minimum. Yeah, I'm, same. I'm, 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 I'm one day minimum, no, but, I, but it don't take me 17 minutes. If, so. I've, if I've covered my dinner in an Encona, I'm 17 minutes is a long time. Yeah, but I'm chilling, I'm, I'm not rushing. Uh, yeah. Slow touch, isn't it? Yeah, but we're um, <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna roll out the end of this episode, um, featuring a new track, um, by my boy Genesis Elijah, the legend, the UK hip hop legend Genesis Elijah, who who just released his new single, um, Paris, um, on all of your DSPs. New video for that is on YouTube as well. Um, please check it out. He is a friend of the show. Yeah, he yeah. is a legend to me. I don't think he knows. How how highly I rate him. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep 
I'm going to keep all of the, the mushy, mushy shit to the side, but he's a very, very phenomenal artist with incredible work rate, incredible longevity. Come on. I'm still waiting for him to put me on a 16 on one of his tracks instead of me asking him to be on one of mine, but that's Jeez. by the by. That's by the by. Genesis Elijah, take the hint. You have to run, take, you take have, the hint. You're going to have to run quick 16 pump up for him to right. know he, he knows. No, no. Nah, nah. The <laughs> thing is about Genesis Elijah, he knows I get busy in it. But Jeez. anyway, no, nah, no, nah, but he gets busier than that. Um, new album called Paris. Uh, sorry, new single called Paris. And yeah, check that on your DSPs. I'm going to play that to finish this episode. Um, so before we do that, gentlemen, got anything to say? See you later. Hey. Drink water. Use Nivea. Oh, he's team Nivea now. Actually, wait. No, no, no. Hold no, on. no, 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 no. Hold no, no, no. Can't reverse it. Nope. You locked it. It's banked. Yo. It's drink, banked. Drink water. Use E45. Nope. Too late. Yo, drink, yo, drink water. Too late. Breathe. Angry. One and then the two, two and then the three, three, three and then the Ang. four. Then you gotta breathe. Palm and Palmer's cocoa bar. You're you, you're a moisturizer ho though. Yeah, yeah, you, I you am. You don't I have any loyalty. No, no, I have zero loyalty. So I'm not taking advice from you. Trust me, bruv. Drink Mad. water. Use E45. The next episode that we got coming for you is going to be the last of the year before we send you lovely people off for your Christmas. Hey, quick one. Or Hanukkah. Quick one. You guys for for like Christmas presents for family and that. Do you like do you one each or is it like Secret Santa? No, one each. One each. See, I do Secret Santa with the boys. Yeah, no, we moved to Secret Santa in my family last year, innit? Oh, for real. That's, That's very cost effective. It's great, bruv. Like, just a higher budget, but like, one each, Secret Santa. It's, it's lit, bruv. Secret Santa Because I've got boys like three siblings. I've got like cousins. I've got aunts. I've got all that shit. And it's oh, just like, well, shout out. I got a new nephew to buy presents oh, for. Hey, can we, oh, can we talk about the family additions? It's been a fucking fire week bruv, my for Johnny's family. Bruv, we got two shout outs. Two shout outs. We did the last one. Breeding, bro. Swear down. Jackrabbits and that. Shout out Rachelita. Hey. With uh, little Sienna. Woo. Come true. Beautiful. Uh, and shout out Big Bro Dave. Big Bro, man, man like, like Dave, Dave, you know, with baby Reuben. Uh, Reuben, what a good, you, good Yiddish is that name how you that say is. It? Uh, Reuben, Reuben, why are you saying it mad? I'm doing it in the old Yiddish accent, isn't it? Reuben, Reuben. I've always fucked with that name, by the way. I think Reuben's Reuben's a beautiful name. Uh, Reuben's and also, shout yeah. out Ruben Blades, one of the greatest salsa musicians of all time. Why has he always got to take it to salsa? I've, why have he always got to take it to Panda Jam, isn't it? Venezuelan facts, debatable. I mean, is I, it? No, I need to see it. No. C-R-B. I need to see Peppa. I've got Certificado de Nacimiento. I need to see it all. I've got it. Anyway. I, I still think Johnny works at the MI5, to be honest with you. <laughs> there's, there's so much unknown about this year. <laughs> but anyway, yo, uh, this could end terribly. Episode five. Don't know. Bye. Bye. This is Genesis Elijah, Paris. Don't know. Check the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This could end terribly. Genesis Elijah. Paris. Just his partner, you car in the garage. Spent the weekend in Paris. Said wifey Harris. Told her go do some damage. Just partner, you ting in the garage. No, I can never be average. The streets almost made me a savage. They almost turned man savage. No doubt I'm showing out. Cause I know what it feels like to go without. When you gotta tell boss man, yo, can I put that back? Cause you ain't got the whole amount. Well, you know about when you just get paid by your overdraft. Just took the whole amount and you're a starving artist from the underground. Putting pounds on your Insta for the overdraft. 
ground I don't wanna rap about struggle no more So I hustle to the money when I struggle no more Come a long way from summer 04 Got a lot of nose and a lot of closed doors yeah. Nothing me, I've been running all sorts Got around t-shirts, done around doors They did it when I know, now they when I know more Didn't wanna pay that, now they gotta pay more Just parked the new car in the garage Spent the weekend in Paris Said wifey Harris, told her go do some damage Just parked the new thing in the garage No, I can never be average The streets almost made me a savage They almost turned man savage